can hear him. Can't At hear backside him. attack. At Vic Sape. Oh, so we're gonna get a call in later on. Yes, indeed. I figured um I would do a uh, I actually have like a, a shit ton of notes, but um, we'll see if we even use them at all okay. or not. Oh, whatever. Yeah, just go with the flow. Yeah, man. Uh, like uh, we have one episode that is last week's episode, I think that is not out yet. Okay. So I actually did like the first episode of season three. Then I think I did the third, no, the second episode of season second three. Second episode, yeah. The third episode of season three is in the can right now. That's why we couldn't do Sunday. That's why we didn't do, well, no, I had more stuff going on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, that's in the can. And then there's like a fourth episode in the, in the waiting as well. Mm-hmm. This is like the sixth episode. Oh, okay. That's all confusing. It doesn't matter because really this is the third episode. Yeah, that, this, that's right. Uh, because weird shit went down this week. Don Cherry's like a crazy racist now. Yeah, I don't know. Or always. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I I'm only getting to that now because that seems to be the, the big thing that everybody kind of has been uh, prodding us to talk more about, and uh-huh. that's that just happened pretty much. Yeah. So I figured we will uh, might as well might as well just start talking about it. You know, thing I I think uh, with Don Cherry is like okay, first of all, I'm I don't think they should get rid of him. Uh, On the old uh, the old hockey night. Yeah, hockey night in Canada because like okay, everyone knows that like. But Don Cherry, you know what you get, okay? Yeah. The guy was born like almost a hundred years ago, okay? <laughs> yeah. So like, it's like he's <laughs> good, a really good point. Yeah, he's 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 harmless. Like so like, uh, it's not like he, he doesn't like, like he he's just so old. Like what do you what do you, what do you expect from him? Like he's, he's very boisterous. He's yeah. always been like this, right? But he's just a victim of being that old in this culture right now. What I what I do hate, I'm just playing around with the, with the mics here a little bit before we get like really get going on here. Uh huh. Um, what I what I do um think ultimately is the case here is what we always kind of talk about he is like the pinnacle the pinnacle of old man ignorance exactly yeah like he thinks that only white people fought and died in wars mm-hmm. he thinks that white people built canada and it kind of does i think i don't know i don't I mean, know there's an argument for that yeah. uh but uh i'm not i'm not necessarily necessarily saying that is a uh like a racist a hard racist stamp but i think in his mind he he fails to see that there are other people involved in the creation of the country and the running and management and the maintenance of the. Oh country. yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if Don Cherry knows that or not. Yeah, I think it that, feels that way to me. Yeah. Okay. So I think what he, to, I think the quick fix, if there was one, yeah. could have been just to uh, come out and said, you know what, guys, this is what I meant. But I just feel like he was un- like, was he unable to explain himself? I think so. Like like articulately. I think so. Yeah. So like uh, I. I don't know. I, I, would, I would. The thing is, like, like, who, like, who watches? You who know, even watches who, Coach's Corner? Yeah, like Coach's Corner is like you know. I don't watch it for hockey analysis. You watch it because there's this this old fool who's on there and just this like clown. This clown who this goes on there, feeble-minded right? clown who wears like co- these clown costumes. And yeah. so, I don't know. I, 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 I'm for bringing him back. I don't care. I um. I've always kind of said the thing about like uh like it's racist and rattlesnakes. Like I don't want you to get rid of them because when they make their noise. I know what they are. Mm-hmm. Like I know, I know a rattlesnake's a rattlesnake. Yeah. He's making that sound. Yeah, I know. Like an ignorant old turd. You know, he might not be a, a hardcore. Like I don't think he's a hardcore racist. Like I mean, he's he's never really been um, like ignorantly, blatantly like n bomb dropping or like the packy players in the league. Like he doesn't really do that kind of thing. No, he's, but he has stood up for Subban. He has stood up for minority players. Yeah, and I think unless like, they're French or European, yeah, he's just like I think he's just a, he, like when the like Europeans. He's like he's kind of like have negative thoughts towards. Yeah, because like he knows that he thinks that the Canadian born players are the best. And they, when you see the uprising, when you saw the uprising of these uh, um, these European stars, yeah. I think that that's where that like I guess hatred is a strong word, but just like just kind of like. Uh, he goes, no, 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 we're the best. I, I think he was paying protectionism. Like, I, I think that's a, a big bit. part of it. Yeah, and I think with uh, 
uh, with Don Cherry is he's, uh, yeah, all you have to do is just really uh, just come out and say, like, guys, this is what I meant. Yeah, I, but I don't know. My, my problem with him in general in that statement and not coming out and, like, uh, even not, not so much that I needed him to apologize. I don't. Like, I mean, I really don't. Him being around or not being around isn't going to affect me either way. Like, I know what he is. Yeah. So I can kind of call a... I can call a horse a horse. I can yeah. call a duck a duck. That's what he is, right? Mm-hmm. But what I think is, like you said earlier, I don't. I don't think as a matter of um, he didn't want to apologize. I think he just doesn't realize the world has moved on without him. Mm. Like he is a product, like you said, he's a product of his hundred year old age. Yeah, like that's that's what he is, and that's yeah. that's just like everybody. Like I've, I've kind of got that little little joke that I make all the time too. I meet some really nice old white people. I've worked in lots of places where like old white people were always in there. Mm-hmm. I always kind of expect them to say something kind of racist, but I don't think they're racist. No, they're because uh, I think with Don Cherry is like yeah, it's like that he's a snake oil salesman who doesn't know he's selling <laughs> snake oil. Yeah, oh, yeah, great point. Yeah, so, that's that's a really good look at it. Yeah, so uh, he's because uh, like a lot of people who are like satirists, right? For example, yeah. like let's say that's a very fancy way to say it. Well, like, let's say John Stewart, for example, right? Yeah. He's like he like he knows that when he goes on his show. He's a, he's a snake oil salesman, right? But he knows mm-hmm. it's snake oil. Yes. Don Cherry's not like that. He thinks he's protecting away life. Yeah, he's a very protectionist when it comes to like pure hockey from the 50s and 60s and the Boston Bruins like when he grew up, right? Yeah. But the, the world has moved on. Yeah, and a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. So I think he's... Uh, but when you're saying something like that has that much like... Uh, that much effect when it comes to like uh, veterans and Remembrance Day and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that's a heavy subject, right? It, it is. Yeah, and when you're making those kind of comments uh, in that context... About something that's so important and yeah. so like, and like if you don't if you if you don't watch your words, yeah, this is an example of how it can fall apart. I can see where his heart was. Yeah, that like there there isn't enough remembrance for, for our veterans yeah. anymore. Like you're not seeing people wear poppies anymore. There's an article in the uh, the Post or Vice or something. I will look it up later on mm-hmm. about a guy who goes like, you know, I heard what Don Cherry said, so I went on the the bus and uh, yeah, hello there. I went on the bus or the train, whatever it was in Toronto. And I thought I'll just take a look around. I'll see who's wearing a poppy and who's not. Yeah. And he's like, it was a mishmash. It mm-hmm. was brown skinned people, Chinese people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was white people. It was all kinds of people not wearing a poppy. Yeah. And it wasn't just one type of person. So like, why, why was that? Was it just like, you know, I, well, he goes, I wasn't wearing one because I wore the wrong coat today. I didn't have my, my current coat on. Mm-hmm. So is it, is it a matter of um, just not knowing? Like, it's just these people who come into the country now just don't know. And which is all also in a form, like it's, it's excusable. If you don't know, like there was a, a dude who did an article the other day saying that he had, or today, uh, he talked to a military veteran and then he talked to a guy who worked with the military veteran. Mm-hmm. And the guy who worked with the military veteran just simply did not know what the poppy meant because he's been here three months from India. Yeah. So he's like, I researched it. Yeah, that's it. right. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I researched it. I read about it. And, uh, you know, I'm on board, but I didn't know. So mm-hmm. I didn't wear one. I haven't worn one today. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's a lot of that involved, I think, as well. Yeah. The, the uh, yeah, I just, I, he just didn't, uh, um, yeah, I don't know what it was. He, I, I, but it, my biggest problem with it is that um, he obviously there's no law against not wearing a poppy on Remembrance Day, right? Yeah. I think his like if you if you like if you really like really boil it down to what he was trying to say, I think in his heart, uh, I I like to think that he just uh, didn't. He just wants more people to like remember because maybe that that's, this means a lot to him. Yeah. And so he's like. You know what? Uh, these people fought and died for you. Mm-hmm. So maybe he was just making a general comment about maybe the public in large. Yeah. Uh, I, so, uh, but uh, like that's the hopeful feeling. That's the hopeful feeling. But like, uh, it can be t- it. 
you know, maybe he was just like, you know what, uh, uh, you knew – maybe like he was just saying – maybe what came out of his mouth was just like, you people who come from other countries, yeah. you have to understand that this is the way we do it in Canada. Like, But like – But uh, my yeah, – I know yeah, what you I mean. Know. Like yeah. I, I feel what you're saying and I kind of I'm, – I'm in line with you. Like I would hope that – like come on, man. Come on, Don Cherry. Don't don't be a bigot. Oh yeah. But at the same this, time, when he says just, this is just wishful thinking, It's wishful thinking. Yeah. But when he says the the phrase "you people," I don't think he's referring to a German immigrant. I don't think so either. I think I think I'd like to think that he's he's talking about the general public. I would hope he was, but yeah. I don't think he is. I think he's like I mean personally, and that could be it, right? I mean, I I I would hope that he's thinking about the general public. I kind of feel like it's in it is a product of his era. His era, oh, he definitely, yeah, yeah absolutely, is definitely yeah. xenophobic. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just are. The yeah. majority of them just a lot. Of, they just it's displayed in a lot of the the way they they were all acting and kind of like I don't know, being the the information they were inundated with at the time, like their generation where he's from. It can be a scary thing. Yeah, and I'm not saying that he's xenophobic, therefore he's racist. I'm just saying it's a scary thing when all of a sudden what you've known since childhood starts changing, and you're like, what is what is this? Why is there a halal butcher in my neighborhood? Mm-hmm. The hell is halal? Yeah, I don't know. This is immigrant food, man. What happened to Dave's? They pushed Dave's butchery out, mm-hmm. and everybody here's brown now. That's why Dave can't make a buck because nobody eats that stuff anymore. So I think that kind of fear happens, and in their mind, that's not a fear coming from like a white immigrant because they don't know any. They can't tell the difference. Yeah, the, I I think also was like you have to like look at the way like the way he said it. Mm-hmm. So if they, if he was saying it like more as more as a uh, like a like for lack of a better term, a cautionary tale about uh, people, you know, you should remember this day more. Like, you know, like yeah. it, it, it make more of an effort to, you know, you know, put a quarter in the thing and like, you know, uh, pay a couple of bucks and get a, yeah. and wear a poppy on this day, right? As opposed to saying like, uh, the other end of the spectrum, we're saying like, he he was saying with anger. Mm-hmm. And like, so he's like, yeah, you people come from other countries and like, you know, yeah. you, you don't say this, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's, I think like that's the divide. And so he's was he saying it like depending upon the t- his tone yeah like was he like he's always like boisterous right but like I'm just wondering if he's like was he just being like was he just up, he was just angry because like no no one's wearing them or he's pissed off that people uh, from other countries are like come in and they're ignorant of it and I think so so like that's I think that's where you have to find out like you know where did his, where was his heart lying and like what did he mean like yeah where was it coming from. It's just like when when you I've watched a bunch of times because like I just we're gonna talk about it and everybody I know has talked about it and it's just one of those things that's so out there I've seen it so many times now. It's there's a moment when he does that thing where he's like, okay, you okay, hold on, you freaking people. Like he's got that kind of way that he kind of gets to it. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like you know nobody's wearing poppies anymore. Everybody's like everybody should just respect our land, a milk and honey, and we've got a good over here because people died. So yeah. we should be wearing poppies. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like that. And it wasn't like, you know what? Like everybody comes over here and doesn't know any better, but this is what we do. We mm-hmm. respect the people. Like the, they don't do in the States as much. Yeah. So he should say like, you know, you're coming here from America. You're coming here from Europe. Well, uh, Europeans do. Whatever. Wherever you're coming from. Mm-hmm. We respect them by, by wearing a poppy and we wear the poppy to show our, our uh, appreciation and put a couple bucks in the box. Yeah. But instead it comes down to the way he just kind of drops that. Okay, hold on. Hold on. You people. Come here to our land of milk and honey. It's like, well, that's where you lose me, Don. Like, that's the part where he lost. Well, yeah, me. that's that's the, his biggest problem is that he's <laughs> sad to say, but his biggest problem is that he's Don Cherry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he can't articulate himself very well when it comes to that. Like, he like his emotions always get the better of him. Like, look at like it, like it, look at the way. Okay, let's see if you just took the 
we took the whole poppy thing out of it. Okay, let's okay. take this whole incident out of it, right? Just look at the way he talked in general about hockey. Okay, yep. He's very like yeah, opinionated. Yeah. He's very he's very loud. Yeah, he's very like uh, onto himself. Like he's very uh, he's very boisterous. I keep using. That I'm word, right, and you're stupid. Yeah, so he has that right. So yeah. like, okay, so let's say you knew that right, and before this whole thing happened, you're like, okay, so what if you threw this at him? Let's say you threw like people who were not wearing poppies, <laughs> and all this stuff, right? How do you think he's gonna react? I there's like a certain type of conspiracy theory behind that too, right? Well, well think about like well think about it. Like let's see if he just if you said that to him like okay, yeah. uh Hey Don, what do you think about poppies? Yeah, you'll be like don't ask him that question. <laughs> you know what? Like that's what I'm saying. You could be you absolutely right. Yeah, like, this could be sports that was like, hey, yeah, you gotta so, get yes, rid of Don Cherry. Yeah, so like if you if you knew that going in, why why would you be surprised that this came out? <laughs> yeah, why did you Yeah. I mean somebody might have cued him up. Somebody could have like all day. They can be like, "We got to find a way to get rid of this guy." Yeah, I bet put you, him on the air and talk about racism. I bet you anything in the first after the in the first ten seconds, people are like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" Ah, <laughs> there's a crew in the back. It's like, ah, God, God come on, it. man. Yeah, come on, man. Oh, Don, this just is the end. Or you know, I mean, for all you know, Burke is just sitting there trying to like, hey, Don, talk about poppies. Talk mm. about how they hate poppies because I hate my current gig. Yeah, exactly. I want to work on coaches. I'm a better coach than that freak. Oh, I've been- I don't wear loud suits. Yeah, like he's yeah he's he's an old fool. Like you know, like, yeah, he like, is a he is an old fool. Like how many people do you think actually like, like honestly, how many people do you think tune into that to hear his hockey analysis? Oh, I mean, I would guess that there are people who've been doing it since they were kids. Yeah, like but but who are clearly thirty five to sixty five. I don't yeah. think there's like a twenty five year old who's like you know what, Coach's corner's on. Don't change the channel, mom. Coach's corner's on. Don Cherry's coming. Yeah, like I like, I want them back just for, just for the sake of like having it. Um. You know, just because it, it's it's a pop of, it's a part of like Canadian culture, right? Like Don yeah. Cherry's uh, coach's corner and stuff like that, right? Well, it is like it's hockey mythology. It's hockey mythology. It's it's a living legend. It's hockey mythology happening while we're alive. Yeah, he's one of the, he's one of the Greek gods of like of Canadian hockey, right? Yeah. So, but the the problem is, is that he's, uh, like the times moved on. He didn't. Exactly right. Yeah. Is that so, exactly? Yeah, true. there's so the, the thing is there's so many other ways that he could he could handle that situation, but he handled it the, oh, yeah. he handled it the John Don Cherry way. He handled the Don Cherry, and way. he doubled down on it too. And he, that that's a huge part of it. He doubled down on it. Now the one thing I do kind of feel that um, comes out more and more now is all the French Canadians who were like, you know what, he's been racist towards us for a long time, but nobody cared because we're not like a visible minority, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and he has been. If you look back at the history of Don Cherry on like French players. And not just Don Cherry. I mean, it was it used to happen like in the UFC and stuff too, right? Where they're like French, French fighters are soft, and GSP is like, "I'm going to show you." Yeah, then, then, he, then he fucking crippled everybody. <laughs> and he crippled everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So like that is a common thing, and that's what bugs me about it. It's because everybody kind of thinks, and we've said this so many times. Everybody wants to like call us out on the way we feel about racism. There's a hundred plus episodes that you can hear us talking about it because we talk about it here a lot because it's something that we deal with a lot. Yep. Um, but. Like racism comes from everybody to everybody. Yep. It is not. Uh, it is not proprietary to white people against black people nope. or against other non-white minorities. It comes from everybody. Everybody. Man. So it's like call it out everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I get the whole and and then again, be you got to be careful there too, though, right? Because the whole cancel culture and the appropriation bullshit that happens. So it's everywhere. It's just we gotta we gotta talk more. There's gonna be a lot more conversation. Instead of just straight up being like, that dude is just straight up fucking racist. I want to burn him in effigy and I want to burn him on the cross. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, th- that's that's true. I, I think yeah. with, uh, um, but the fact that this whole, like Don Cherry is a good example of this. Like this whole situation is that, like obviously racism is, is never going to go away. No. Never, it's never going to go away. No, right? because, it's here to stay forever. Yeah, because you'll have the people who are 
professionally upset. Yep. Or just people who are just genuinely upset, depending upon how severe the race the, the racist comment act, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. But then you also have uh, the defenders saying like, "Fucking take it easy. Yeah. Grow up. It's not that big of a deal and stuff like that, right?" So you'll have the defenders, and mm-hmm. then you'll have the then you'll have the people who are just like, um, "No, that is that is either they're either like." Uh, they're easily offended or they are like they are serious like that is fucking racist like don't do that right yeah so you have those two sides coming at each other in high volume or low volume depending on the intensity right mm-hmm. so that's never going to go anywhere no it's always never. there's always gonna be there to some degree yeah. like to some degree you will always have this conversation happening in perpetuity forever mm-hmm. with somebody racism, and, racism I mean, is like it's it's part of it's it's our lives now yeah, well it's part of our culture it's a part of our culture I mean, and well i mean and everywhere. Like, I want to say it's, uh, it it's might a, be louder it, it, in it, Western culture. It is. But it's everywhere, though. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's, it's more, it's louder West, in Western culture, mm-hmm. but it is, uh, I, I would actually venture to say that it's actually practiced more, uh, like, in the sense of, like, not just what you say, mm-hmm. but in, like, uh, what you actually do to the other person that, who, like, the, a racist act. In the West? Or, like, worldwide? I think world, I think, more in the east like you know like in uh over there because the people who are like like here you can't really kill someone for being a different color than you right oh yeah in the east you but can in the east you can i mean they're still doing i don't know how how much they're still doing it but in fairly recent um pop culture history they're still making commercials in china about putting a black guy in a washing machine and out comes the whitest, the whitest chinese guy, guy yeah, you've ever exactly. seen yeah. and they're like our laundry comes out cleaner because we use this detergent yeah that's like super fucking racist gets, you could never put that on I tv know, yeah, here I've seen that. yeah it gets the blackout yeah. yeah it's it's really odd right and mm-hmm. then even when you look at the weird stuff that happens in in the east if you're dark-skinned it's because you're poor because mm-hmm. you're out in the sun all day long and then it's like well obviously in their mind and they're not obviously but in their mind and it is something that's been done if you're black or if you're like a different like a northern uh eastern um, like uh, like Thailand, or if you're like a northern uh, from northern China, and you work hard, you have a certain look to you. Mm-hmm. It's like you're looked at as being like a, a farmer, and you're poor. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's there's an automatic bigotry that happens there. Oh yeah, I mean, it's got to be based in the race too, because those people are they're mishmash of cultures. They, they come from different parts of India and Russia and the Middle East and China, and they all kind of mishmash that one part of like northern Middle Eastern Asia or center Central Asia. Yeah, like th- that's where that that's where cultures are have not been modernized Exa- at all. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because right. like there's, uh, like perfect example, like it's like uh, look at the East Indian culture, right? Mm-hmm. There is still the caste system. Oh yeah, yeah, brutal there too. Yeah, there you go, right? So like yeah. it, it doesn't matter. That's bigotry within your own race. In your like in your yeah like right right in your own culture, like you are, um, like y- you cannot. Like if you were a, like if you were a certain class, let's see if you were the lowest considered the lowest caste, right? Mm-hmm. Your your label is that, and then people know it. I can go to someone like who's who's intelligent, but from India who yeah. has intelligence. Like I can go to my dad, and say, and uh, uh, dad, what about this caste, right? I, I I even asked them this. I'll give you a pure example of this. I said, what if person from this caste, uh, went to medical school? Yeah. Okay. My dad's response was. That can never happen. <laughs> Impossible. Why? I'm like, why is that? And he goes, uh, he goes because of his caste. And that's that's a, a held belief. Yeah. Within one generation removed from where we are. Yeah. Of like our parents. That's one generation yeah. from India. Yes. Yeah. Their, their mind is still stuck there. Yeah. And the, the the idea that 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 would not that could not even happen. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can't even 
I can't imagine, fathom that. I can't fathom that, yeah. right? It speaks volumes of like that's my dad who's yeah. like who's who's very very intelligent. But super sharp dude. Yeah, so but he will not uh but the thing is the culture still has his, his hooks in them. Oh yeah. So uh and maybe that's basically because like if you go to India, that's prob that could pop that's probably the truth. No, I've I've been there. It is Yeah, true. it is the truth. I've right? I've been so, there multiple times in the last decade. It yeah. is exactly the truth. So like cause we have them on our farm in India, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh in our uh we have this we have a massive farm in India because we own a lot of land there. Yeah. And all of our people who actually work on the land are all of that, of the lowest caste. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah. And they were just, they're treated like absolute, uh, from what I've told, from what I've told known from my family. Right. But like the people who actually work on there, mm-hmm. they, they treat those guys are like, like they're, they're just disposable humans. Those people are like, yeah, they're just, it's a disposable workforce. That is just brutal. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's my point. A lot of times too, is like racism is, is not just, one like definitively one set of people to one set of people it's in all cultures and it's like bigotry happens within cultures yeah so yeah that's why i don't know i kind of feel like the um at the end of the day don cherry getting fired uh for for the long term will do nothing like it's not going to solve any problems it's not making anybody feel better in fact everybody everybody who feels good about it is is yeah that's i mean i don't know if you should feel good about it Anybody who feels bad about it, also, like, I don't know, maybe, like, you should look at, like, watch the, what, like, watch what he said. Look at what he said. This is definitely a learning moment in the moment. Yeah, I, yeah, that's exactly it. I think, I think, well, the key word here, there is learning. Okay. Yeah. So, like, uh, I think what, what Don Cherry, like, 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 what you just said is, like, okay, what does firing a person do for their homophobia or their, uh, uh, or their racism or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? What does that do? do you th- that guy's probably gonna get fired. He's probably gonna get go on to get. He's gonna probably drink a ton of alcohol and say more racist shit on the street, right? Yeah. So firing him is like because you're not gonna te- like you think. Do you honestly think Don Cherry gives a fuck about? Uh, he he's he's so big in hockey, right? Like some people who came defend him. Bobby Orr called him eight times. Yeah, Bobby. Orr, I mean, he coached him, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. I I think with uh, um, with Don Cherry is like I think if you uh. If you want to, if you if, if there's anything positive you want to come that you want uh, to come out of this, is like if you have the means, uh, reach out to Don Cherry, and just be like you know because that's what that's what actually what the Sikh community did. Mm-hmm. The the Sikh community, in, I think in Mississauga, I believe I could be wrong, but it's like it's either Mississauga or somewhere in Ontario. They reached out to Don Cherry, like you know what, why don't you come to our come to our temple yeah. and like you know what, let's we we can just talk and just hang out. We didn't even talk about that stuff. No, but I mean like that would like, be that'd be good because yeah. he's gonna walk past probably a wall. Full of Sikh veterans from World War One. Yeah, two. and that's that's part of what they're going to show them. Be yeah, like, you know like, what? Uh, hey, uh, so we all wear poppies. Yeah, and that wall's full of why, mm-hmm. and um, maybe be retrospective or introspective and I, about I, what yeah. you said. And I don't and like uh, like I think that like, they're not. They, it won't be a bunch of like gotcha moments. It'll no, 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 more, it'll be no, more no. like uh, um, like we're we're going to support you yeah. and like you know like we're gonna like not just like I guess educate you is a bad term, but like. Like well, I, I think expose him. Like, yeah, not not expose him for being what he is. They're gonna expose him to, uh, like aspects of culture that he doesn't know about. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, then yeah. he'll like uh, not as a sense like uh, I'm sorry I was wrong, but it's like he goes, you know what? I that's great. Like yeah. uh, I'm so because I've, maybe he's never like actually been, it really exposed to that level to the sea culture. So, all right, sir, it's a real good wall there, eh? Yeah. I didn't know any better. Well, I'm a big old douche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go say some nice stuff now. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, right. Uh, the, that's I just so. it. I yeah. mean, that'd be the hope. Like I said, I didn't want to. Um, I like, didn't want to like like just drive hard with this one because I I kind of 
I kind of feel like I would like to walk away from a lot of um, like racially charged talk this year because we talk. I mean, it's hard for us not to because we're always we're always yeah, dealing with our personal victim, life. Yeah, because we've been victims of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate using that term too. I've 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 had a uh, yeah, lot I'm not of victim. I've had. Yeah, great, I don't I've had, feel like a victim. No, no, I don't feel victimized. Right? Yeah. Like I'm like like. All the racist shit that I got, th- I, I went through when I was a kid, yeah. made me stronger. Exactly. So like, I don't, I don't. If it happens to me, I don't care. I'm like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, Nothing. my my scars are layered over, man. Exactly. Like, they make they, shit. <laughs> it's a turtle shell back yeah. here, all around my body. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's yeah, it's not gonna bother me. Yeah, if you call me something like in the middle of a, pl- a middle of a public place. Yeah. Guess what? Like everyone there is probably gonna <laughs> kill you, and I don't have to touch you, <laughs> and I don't have to do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, that that's our culture right now. Because you're gonna get canceled in real time. Yeah. By a mob. Yeah. An so angry mob. Yeah. So I think. Uh, um, yeah, I I don't think that uh, Don Cherry's uh, um, I don't think what he said warranted being. Uh, I think if anything, he should have taken some time off and be like, you know what, uh, um, and then maybe do a self assessment. Be the guy Don Cherry. They'd be like, you know yeah. what, man, take some time off. Like, yeah. Think about what you just said. Yeah, yeah. And bring him back. And because like, that's what I, that's what I would like to. See. That would have been that would have been a cool moment. Yeah. If Don Cherry himself had been like, you know what, I said some shit. Uh, I'm gonna take some time. Mm-hmm. I'm not apologizing. But I'm gonna take a little step away. Yeah. Then come back in like three or come back next season. Yeah. And be like, you know, I uh, I went back and I talked to a lot of members of the community. Yeah. I still feel strongly about the poppy. Can you imagine how great would that story be? That'd be awesome, right? Yeah. Especially a year of like just just like a goodwill tour. Yeah. Just meeting people from like going like, across Canada, meeting people of all cultures, and be like, you know, yeah. how did you like? What did you guys do? Uh, like, uh, in the war or like, what like what was your what was your history with the war? Damn Netflix series, man. I know, man. <laughs> I mean, if we just done that. And and you know what? If he comes back, like I said, in a year from now, and he doesn't say, I'm sorry for what I said, he could say something like, you know what? I understand now. Yeah. I get I get why uh, my what I said was taken the way it was taken. Yeah. You, you don't even have to apologize. No, not at all. Like, you don't even have to. Like, I understand he's like 100, but he, like if he says he grew up, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? If a 100-year-old man grew up. Yeah, I grew up, I grew up finally. Someone, yeah, I someone think, get uh, my cane. That's that's just it. And, and, and like I said, in my mind, um, just to maybe end off my end of it, and you can you can go on with this if you like. In my mind, I just kind of feel like like people of his generation, they're not vile or evil or gross people. No. They just come from a different type of world. And in that world, they don't see that there were other people building the world they're in themselves. No. And then they also, I think it's like uh, like the lady in the shoppers who yelled at the Chinese lady mm-hmm. for not speaking English in Canada. Oh, yeah. It's like if that were a German guy with a German accent as the guy running the pharmacy, yeah. I don't think she'd have had the stones to say what she said. Yeah, I know. That's true. That's, that's like a legit punching down moment. Mm-hmm. And all of that has kind of got, got to be like, like in like there there are places to put your anger that's legit. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like this isn't one of them. I think the anger shouldn't be like this. Don Cherry moment is a is a good moment for us to not be super pissed, mm-hmm. but be more communicative. Like we got to talk about this. Yeah, I I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, because he's such a central figure. Yeah, and like that lady who was like you know that Chinese lady. That Chinese lady, she did speak English. They just like it wasn't that great, right? <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't but great, she tried. But, yeah, but she but she speaks two languages. Yeah. Do you speak Chinese? Do you speak Cantonese? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you speak? She speaks two languages. She speaks two languages. Go learn Chinese. The then next, yeah, out. honestly, I always tell people the next time you try to insult someone who doesn't speak English that well, yeah, realize that they're speaking two languages. You only speak one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, unless you've got like French and English and Portuguese, then you're gonna then you kind of get it. Then you gotta ask them. Well, what else do you, do you speak? Three languages? Yeah, I don't know. But then again, like it keeps moving the goalposts, right? Yeah, but uh, I think people who do like speak multiple languages when they see someone else struggling with languages. They've been there before, so they would understand. If, they, if they've learned it. Yeah, if yeah. they learned it. So if, if there's someone who speaks English, uh, French, Portuguese, Spanish, 
German, whatever mm-hmm. like that, right? And they see another person struggling with their language. They've like learning of those other languages are pretty hard. If you got it's, French, that, okay, if you if you speak French, Spanish is just a net, is not that bad. It's just a it, it's like a. Uh, easy field goal. Exactly. It's not even trying to get a touchdown after after three. It's just an easy field no, goal. No, it's a, it's just like chocolate syrup on your vanilla ice cream. Exactly. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> and then it's all chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't speak English until I was four, I think. I, it was my second language. I was born here. It was my second language in this country. Um, and that was one of those things. I remember my cousin saying that when I was a little kid, she's uh, she was trying to talk to me, and I was saying in Hindi to my mom or to my grandma, like, I don't know what she's saying. Like, mm-hmm. I can't talk to her. I don't know what she's saying. It's one of those weird moments. I still kind of vaguely remember learning, not learning English, mm-hmm. but uh, the like learning the division of the languages. Like I would say certain words in one in one language, yeah, but like finish my sentence in another language. Mm-hmm. And I still remember as a little kid when that was happening. And uh, I can't again. I can't quite remember. Ooh, yeah, breathing right into the mic. I can't quite remember when that split happened, but it was like around four. Oh, okay. Like three ish, four ish. Where it was like it became like English was getting more and more like dominant. Oh, okay. Yeah. That there was um yeah because my like. Uh, Friend of the show, Sandy, and my brother, mm-hmm. they their first language was not was not uh, uh, English as either. Yeah. It was Punjabi. I mean, a lot of us were, right? Yeah. A lot of us grew up in houses where your parents only spoke one language. Yeah. And then, so my parents, they said, you know what? Forget that. Like, the next time they're like, as soon as when I was born, they're like, nope, all English. And I, I don't speak, I, 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 I know the basics. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I know when I'm being insulted. <laughs> uh, I always assumed you're fluent. No, I'm not. I'm not. I can, really? Yeah, but the if I but I when I pronounce the words, yeah. I pronounce them correctly. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's my, a big my one. vernacular is very good, right? Yeah. But like, I can't hold a conversation. Oh wow! Yeah, so, I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the other, I tried speaking French. Fuck, I just gave up. Man, French is really. It was um, grade seven. I tried. Yeah, I tried really hard. I can I can understand when somebody like if I'm watching TV, I can get through watching TV, but I can't form. Like the the sentences properly. No, I'm, I, I'm all over the map. Yeah, I, I knew Jim Appel, then my name. Yeah. I knew fromage was cheese. Well, everybody knows fromage. Yeah, and uh, fromage. And uh, I'm going to rummage for some fromage. They're, uh, I know moutard is mustard. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, I, 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 and I just learned from the back of labels because I always have like a bit of a French, French, ver- French label. Whatever yeah, you know it. what? I have label French. Like yeah, I, I have label French. Yeah, yeah so exactly. like mode d'emploi. Yeah, <laughs> like how do you use this thing? Yeah, exactly. What's the mode d'emploi that? Thing? Yeah, I know. Aubergine is uh is uh, it's, uh, eggplant. eggplant. Isn't it? Yeah, I knew that. Well, in the UK, they say aubergine for aubergine for eggplant. They don't say eggplant. No, they don't. Yeah. So yeah. if you're like sending somebody the emoji, it's like, why are you sending me an aubergine emoji? What yeah. is that? Is that supposed to be a dick? Yeah, it's a moose cock. <laughs> it's a moose cock. Oh. Hey, have you seen that? <laughs> Have you seen? It really is. It is. Have you seen the uh, the John Ham? The reason you you said Moosecock and John Ham. Oh, that thing refused. Was, the, the, the 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 skip the dish. Yeah, yeah. Skip dishes. I hate dishes that thing. fucking commercial. Oh, was he taking advantage of the fact that Canadians are cool now? You know, he used to get uh, chided on Mad Men by the costume designers to wear underwear on set because his dick is apparently gigantic. Oh yeah, I heard that his dick is. Uh, <laughs> There's photos of that thing, like in yeah. his pants. Like that thing is just ridiculous. Yeah, it's a big old. Slab he's, the ultimate, he's the ultimate man. <laughs> he's the ultimate man. Yeah. Do you think him and Defoe have to have to like sit down every now and then and be like, uh, who's the bigger man? Uh, is it me or you, Ham? Well, the thing is, like, if ha- if if Defoe wins, John Ham's is going to beat the shit out of him because Willem Defoe is a pretty scrawny guy. I think Willem Defoe is game. I think when it comes right down to it, Willem Defoe will ruin your life. Oh well, look at him in fucking uh, Platoon. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> and I think he might even do it psychologically. Oh yeah, yeah sure, if he just gives that look, beat me, Ham. But yeah, th- those crazy eyes, that smile. Soul. Willem Dafoe, like, you know the thing about Willem Dafoe is like he's so, his face is so like, there's so much character to it. Even though his face, it might, some people will say like he's not like a very like 
handsome human handsome being. human being. I, his face has so much character. You look at Willem Dafoe in uh, To Live and Die in L.A. Yeah. Like, look at him that when he's young. He young, hasn't he been, looks... like, beaten down or weathered by the, the world yet. Yeah. That's a handsome human being, but, like, in a weird androgynous way, like, in a Bowie way. Mm-hmm. Like, man, what's going on with that guy? Yeah, because he has very piercing eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a very, very, like, when you watch him, because he can act without talking. <laughs> I, th- I think most actors can, no, no, but, but, but he sells it. But the thing is, like, like okay, but, like... Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. uh, just accentuate the point. Like, he he really like you look at his face. Yeah, he can just give you a look and just be like, wow, that that's excellent. Because like his face <laughs> is just so weird. Look at that uh, that uh, the gift there. There's that one gift of him where he kind of like turns and just grins. Yeah, <laughs> you you send that to somebody mm-hmm. when you know exactly when you want to convey that. Yeah, and they know what you're trying to say to. Oh them. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> like, he's, hey, you're down for this? It's like, oh, apparently you are down for this. Mm. Uh, you know what's your name is that too? The old um, Jane Leaves. That's like her first real role. She's right? like the weird kind of like assistant ballerina oh, yeah, psychopath yeah. he's yeah. hanging around. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of Jane Leaves, they're doing maybe a Frasier reboot too, huh? Looks like it's it might be running faster than we thought it was. Oh, you don't know what to think about that? No, I don't. You really don't? Did, were you a Frasier fan? Yes. I was a I was a massive Frasier. Yeah, fan. I love Frasier. I, I, I there's no need. The thing is like, why would you want to reboot it? Well, I don't think they're gonna reboot it. They're gonna they're gonna start it and make Frasier basically the Marty Crane character now. Oh, okay. Like it's gonna be uh, his, I, well, from what I remember reading about, it's gonna be like Frasier's kid and Niles' kid, mm-hmm. uh, Frederick and what the other one was, and they're the new like Frasier and Niles in a way. See, that's the thing. I I don't want to see them like uh, when it comes to like like when they when they do these shows and they continue them on. Mm-hmm. I don't like to see the actors because they, I I can when they I've seen them age. I start putting the numbers together. I'm like, okay, why are they doing this? Like, you know, <laughs> does he like, need money? Yeah, do they need money and stuff like that? Right. So when that all that all that he, when you add up all those things, and I'm like, 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 what is this? Why? Yeah, why are you doing this? Right. I want to see them in their prime. Because the thing yeah. is, because like, because because the thing is that that's why I love Frasier so much because it's kind of like it's kind of like Seinfeld because it's it's you don't need to like remake it because you could just watch them as is. Oh, I still and, do, and they're great. Yeah, it's on, uh, on one of our channels here. Yeah, it's like every it's, like every day. Yeah, you can watch it and just be like, wow, this is this is still relevant because it's all about yeah. it's not just about the content; it's about how the delivery is. Those people are very good mm-hmm. at delivering their lines yeah. in the in that storyline of that uh, and those and those characters. And it's arcs, a right? very timeless uh, plot. Like yeah. every episode seems to be this. They don't they do a really good job in that show. I don't know how how. Um, how much they tried when they were making it, but they're very relevant to these small stories that don't date themselves. They don't. Like, they're not talking about, uh, I don't know, like a certain president running for office and, you know, there's not a Lewinsky moment yeah. where you watch it, then you're like, yeah, like and I gotta go Google search who Monica Lewinsky was. Yeah, who was Lewinsky? Like, yeah, like, oh, I'm having Windows 95 problems. Or whatever <laughs> yeah, it is, right? Exactly, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Y2K rolls around and yeah. nobody freaks out. Exactly. There's no Y2K story. Yeah, no, that's a three-part series and whatever, and then uh, <laughs> the, the final one is the year 2000, and it, it clocks over, and like, oh, there was nothing happening. But, I mean, even if they did a story like that, I bet you it'd be relevant in the way to, uh, in, in, to Frasier. It'd be relevant to Frasier having like a personal crisis that you can also relate to in 2019 yeah so like the, my the the hope would be that uh it just continues on it it's not any different from like how Frazier was yeah and uh you know they just they just move on from there they don't uh, well i think it's just gonna be like season 10 if that's the case that's totally fine right because yeah. then they can do that in the same way that uh um Kirby Enthusiasm did it, right? Even though Kirby yeah. Enthusiasm is still like relatively new, like mm-hmm. when the first seasons came out. There's a big break between a, episodes. There's a big break, but then it just continued on. It's like they didn't skip a beat, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they really didn't. Yeah. So I think- I'm, uh, I'm still really happy that you talked me into just going full bore with Kirby Enthusiasm because <laughs> it went from where I just, 
you know, I saw a few episodes. I, I didn't really watch it consistently. Mm-hmm. I was watching the ones that were like um, kind of edited, like Soprano style for TV. Yeah. Because I remember like uh, City or something had them on. Yeah. Like every day at seven or some crap like that. So mm-hmm. I'd come home from work, pop it on. It would be on. I would kind of like half watch it. Mm-hmm. But so it really didn't, like it didn't click, right? Because it was maybe a lot of the edge was taken out. Yeah. I remember the first one I ever saw was one with uh, the, the, what's it called? The black guy. The way he was kind of admiring and he's going to write lyrics oh. for the rapper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wanda Sykes. It was her boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. And then that was the first one. That, well, that's Vanessa Williams' brother. Yeah. She, yeah. She's like, like, he kept using it. You, you bad motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So it didn't, it didn't, just didn't click. Mm-hmm. And then um, I started watching it again when you when you just talked me into it mm-hmm. from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. God, jeez, that's a great show. Yeah. It's, it's, it is right up there at Seinfeld for oh, me. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's such a good show. Speaking of uh, things that are edited, uh, I know where you're going. I know exactly where you're going. You might not, actually. Are you talking about Disney Plus? Yes. Simpsons? Yes. Yeah, I knew where you are going. Shit, man. That's very good. So, oh, yeah. Okay, so go ahead. We are, we're in a weird place right now. Yeah. So, well, no, this is yours. You okay, so, so uh, for the uninitiated, uh, so Disney Plus has all the Simpsons episodes. I think everybody knows that, right? Mm-hmm. I think that that was actually the most watched thing. It was like that and then Mandalorian. And then, like, like binge-watching the old-school shit, Yeah, right? people were really jacked about yeah, it. Yeah, so I have Disney+. Plus and, oh, really? Uh, I have it, yeah. I'll show it to you afterwards. And then um, uh, the what they did is that they edited out the one Simpsons episode, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the one where they had Michael Jackson on there. Yep. The old-school one, where that guy, the guy who was in the insane asylum was pretending to be, or thought he was Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. And uh, they edited that out. It is, it's like season three, episode one. Yeah. And it is gone, though. It's gone. Yeah, I guess, uh, well, there was like a whole thing about Matt Groening saying how, you know, they took a step back when they were talking about it, mm-hmm. like after after Finding Neverland came out. Yeah. Is Finding Neverland? Was that, that was a different movie, wasn't it? Oh, fuck. Something Neverland, yeah. whatever. I, ignore, I ignored all those. Rape in Neverland. Yeah. Whatever it was. Uh, when that thing came out, they took a step back and they're like, well, is this something that we want to, like, t- do you want to talk about this? Do we do we think maybe that it's, the potential is there that Michael Jackson was a pedophile and do we want to have that in our... In our catalog. In our portfolio. Yeah. In our portfolio here. Or do is this something we're just going to like take out and we're going to explain why? Because it's controversial and we don't know for sure, but we kind of feel like we want to respect people. Mm-hmm. So um, that was the decision. And then when Disney took it, they just straight up took it out. Yeah, took it out. Yeah. They took yeah, it out so, yes, like Disney did a a very thorough job in bleaching whatever was like not up to their uh, their beliefs. Yeah. I mean, they there, really there are still things like, uh, I don't know about the, um, there was like a, like a, a captioning. See, I don't know who really knows about this. If anybody does know about this or has had a similar experience, definitely reach out to us. Yeah. When you captioned back in the day, um, Disney or Simpsons episodes, there were all kinds of inside jokes inside the captions. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, they were like, they'd say dialogue on the screen for one thing and the caption would be like, well, we all know Disney's a Nazi. Oh, yeah. Like weird crap like that, right? So I wonder if they even bleached all that stuff. Like, did they well, go they think, through and do that? Yeah, the thing is, like, you can actually, uh, I YouTube that. That's how I found out about it. Mm-hmm. And they actually said there's a guy who just compiled a list, uh, like, a, just a, like, kind of like, like a, a list of discrepancies. A list of discrepancies. And he yeah. just showed it to them. And he, like, he, he actually recorded them. And he had, really? All of them. Yeah, it's crazy. That's bonkers, man. Cause I mean, that was, that was the internet of, uh, of my 90s. Like, we got a TV that had the caption button on it. Mm-hmm. Cause we had, like, shit TVs for the longest time. Like, mm-hmm. we had, like, old box CRTs. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we got this one that was, like, the future and it had a button for closed captioning. Was yeah, it, it was closed was captioning it a Sony? and everything. No, I think it was, like, a Sanyo. Like, it oh, wasn't okay, even yeah. a great TV. Uh huh. It had closed captioning on it. 
So I was using that button for entertainment. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would read and watch everything just to see if it was up to snuff. And The Simpsons was completely, not completely different, mm-hmm. but there were like several episodes that had different captions compared to the dialogue being spoken. Yeah. And some of them were hilarious. Mm-hmm. They were just like out of left field. So just like you, you wonder, like, was that something that Disney also kind of pulled out of there? But there's a big one with Disney is um they letterbox it all. Well, don't letterbox it. They um they two by two by one the whole thing. Yeah, right? and that that actually cut out a lot of stuff. So yeah, there's a yeah. bunch of stuff mm-hmm. on screen like the Duff the Duff thing was a huge one, right? Yeah, Where the it's Duff like one, the yeah. dudes the dudes telling them like Duff Light, Duff Pro, and Duff Max, whatever it is, and the uh, the tube funneling the beer. Mm-hmm. It's just one tube pumping the same beer in all things. Yeah, but they're labeling them differently mm-hmm. and selling them at different prices. Yeah, I, what did Homer say? He's like, what's the difference? He goes like, we are, we are, there is no difference. <laughs> yeah, something. It's like. <laughs> What's the difference in why it is? <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's all the same. But that kind of stuff is yep. um like there are there are scenes being cut out now in inadvertently like not on purpose. They're just they're pumping you a, an image that they're just taking the top and the bottom of the screen out. Yeah, it's uh, um, which makes you wonder like wouldn't they just give you the option for four by three? You would think most so. TVs yeah, because can yeah, letterbox these yeah, you, you. I don't I don't know why they they did that, but like the, Disney is like really sticking to their strict standards of like what they want to show. I would imagine. Yeah, right? they're they're very very like. They're combing through everything. So, like everything, what have you noticed yourself so far that's kind of been uh, been bleached out a little bit? Well, I just I just took a list. Of, I took a look at uh, um, just online, saying like what because uh, the stuff that they 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 really want to censor makes headlines. Mm-hmm. So like uh, so yeah so so the Michael Jackson one was a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a weird the, Greedo thing too, right? Yeah, there was a Greedo one that Greedo actually shot first. Yeah. So like, it didn't show Han Solo as a as a murder. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, well, that, that's the that's the Lucas thing. That's the Lucas. There's thing, a different right? one as well, though. Yeah, the McCluskey. McCluskey. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> How weird is that? Yeah, I know that's weird. And then there's a, uh, and then the, the the letterbox showing of like where they of Simpsons where they mm-hmm. just like just crushed they just crushed the screen and they so it just. It deletes like a lot of the stuff that's in there actually in the footage. Well, it seems like footage. yeah, they they zoom in. They zoom in, and the top and the bottom is just gone. Yeah, it's gone. So like it, it looks like you're watching a like a movie that was made in IMAX, but they fitted for the normal screen. It goes from like you know big screen to the, the, the IMAX screens are actually in, in, uh, in black bars, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like I'm like what, am I watching Dunkirk or like I'm watching The Simpsons, right? So yeah, I don't know. I think uh, uh, I I was talking to a friend of the show uh, Raji about this, and uh, we're saying like. Like, would you keep Disney or would you like, what do you think is the best streaming service? Mm-hmm. Like personal opinion. And so I said, you know what? Uh, if you love the Simpsons, if you really love the Simpsons, yeah. okay. Number one, if you love this, if Simpsons is your favorite TV show of all time, go buy all the seasons. Yeah. Okay? You probably already have them. You probably have them, right? But they're not hard to get. They're not hard to get. Right. And then also it was like, how often are you going to watch Simpsons? Yeah. Okay. And number two. Well, how often are you going to go onto Disney plus? To binge a season of binge the Simpsons. Binge a season of the, of the yeah. Simpsons, right? Like, you know, like, we all have our, you know, Simpsons moments where, like, oh, I love that. When it's on, when you see, when you catch it, you're like, oh, yeah, that, that episode's awesome, right? Yeah. But, like, I don't have a hankering for that all the time, all the time, right? <laughs> so then I went, so I, I dug further into, like, you know, what Disney Plus has to offer. Yeah. Yeah, there's great old school stuff, like all the original old school Spider-Man cartoons on there, except the 1960s and the 1970s one. Oh, so when you said all of them, you meant none of them. Though the only ones that are on there are the newer ones from yeah, the, the 90s. 90s one and the, the crap eight, one. Yeah, and the 80s ones like Spider-Man and Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends. That's on there? Those two are on there. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so I started watching those and I'm like, man, these haven't aged well. No, no, they're awful. They're but they're, they're fun. Like yeah. they're fun to watch. Yeah. Like they where they split the screen and see uh, Iceman and what was there Firestar yeah. and Spidey yelling their changing things. Yeah, exactly. Like it looks it looks like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. 
and it uh, kind of was yeah, right? like and, it was uh, inspired well inspired by but all the cartoons at that time were doing that yeah exactly so like uh um i remember that sound when like firestorm like firestar she turned to that thing she's like mm-hmm. <laughs> that sound. it was weird man yeah they use that sound great. In, i think use that sound effect in he-man as well they use that sound effect in everything, everything. it's like yeah, a it's uh, a wilhelm, a wilhelm scream, scream yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in everything yeah so um but yeah when you watch like that spider-man cartoon from 1980 i think it is mm-hmm. that show's awful it's so bad like it, it wasn't on long and no. it's a subpar version yeah so of that's, like uh of the old one yeah so that's on there um, Spider-Man's Amazing Friends has its moments, but I'm like, you know what? Uh, Once the nostalgia wears off, it's yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather like honestly, I'd rather listen to Doc, like uh, MF Doom and listen to the, the the samples he uses from that cartoon mm-hmm. mixed in with hip hop. Like that's that's more, because that brings that gives me more memories than watching the actual cartoon. And then uh, what else is on there is from the '90s. They have okay, so you have Spider-Man. Uh, well, they must have like the X-Men cartoon. Yeah, Silver, Sur- Silver Surfer, Silver Surfer, um, Hulk, mm-hmm. uh, Iron Man. Um, so you have those. Hulk and Iron Man only lasted one season. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, too. And the Silver Surfer, and Silver Surfer was Surfer. phenomenal. Yeah, Silver that Surfer was a great cartoon. That's an actual, that's, when you watch that, you don't watch it as a Marvel cartoon. You watch it as like a pure Silver Surfer cartoon. Yeah, I mean, that really felt like they took the comic. Like somebody gave a shit. Yeah. Like when they made that Silver it's Surfer so cartoon. Well written, it's so well written. And uh, it's an underrated cartoon. I th- yeah, it really is. Really, a really underrated cartoon. I recommend everyone watch that. I think out of all of them, like I didn't care much for uh, for the Spider-Man cartoon. The nineties one? Yeah, I don't know. It just like it felt like the animation. It looked good when they're just kind of standing around. Mm-hmm. But the second they start moving, the scenes, the the scene transitions were really stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't like any of it. I barely liked X-Men. I thought the stories were good, but again, I had the same problems. Didn't really watch Hulk much, Iron Man, or uh, what was the other one? Uh, whatever that other one. Was. But the Silver Surfer one. Oh, Fantastic Four is on Fantastic there too. Fantastic Four, yeah. yeah, that's on there too. But um, man, I Fantastic really enjoy Silver Surfer. Like, Fantastic Four only has one good episode. That's, nah, I'm that, not that, surprised. That's when uh, Galactus comes to Earth. See, and, and, and Ghost Rider <laughs> takes him out. Ah, which is which is impossible. But like, uh, ah, gross. And uh, but the the so gross. the Spider Man one, uh, I actually didn't like. I loved the X Men one was great, but it got it went it went it got good. It got great, 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 and then it just. Boom, it it just, nosedives hard. It just nosedives because the animation. Like I watched the last the last episode called Graduation Day with mm-hmm. Crest, when uh, 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 the Shi'ar Empire like they took Charles Xavier away because they're the only ones who could cure him. The animation and okay, you think animation gets better with time, right? Oh no, it usually gets worse with time. It's it's uh, it's it's unwatchable. Oh yeah, it's, it's terrible. Oh, I, I think all shows, man. Like I I can't think right now of out even even like gargoyles. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a cartoon, which is probably on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a cartoon it is. where it got Darkwing better with Duck, time. Yep. Yeah, Darkwing Duck is on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look especially like a great example of that is uh, The Simpsons. Yeah, The Simpsons animation seasons like one through five. Uh, he is fluid. It's yeah. beautiful. It looks really cool. It's got great movements. Everybody's mm-hmm. like so dynamic. Yeah, and then it gets to where it's just like uh, like their mouths. It's like two keyframes. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's not like who, where are the in betweeners go? Yeah, there's no more in betweeners. Yeah, it's like uh it's like comparing like Akira to Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it really is. It's like taking Akira, which is just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like every movement in that, especially like when they really start to mutate the characters out, mm-hmm. looks so good. It's oh, so yeah. pretty. I was I, actually I was uh, talking about dad. My dad's like, uh, my dad was. We we're just talking about uh, Japanese stuff in general, and then he's like. And then he brought the, the you know because he knew I used to watch Ninja Turtles like a lot. Yeah, yeah. And he's talked about the Ninja Turtles. He's like, he's like, we're watching a cartoon like that was on uh, on TV or whatever. And I was like, what happened to Ninja Turtles? 
This I'm is like, not out of nowhere, right? Then he goes, <laughs> he goes, because he goes Japanese. He, he talks about Japanese animation and mm. stuff like that. Because my dad actually on his iPad, he just watches. He, my dad's obsessed with Japanese culture. Then I said, uh, "I'm like, Dad, look at the look at the look at the they put on the, some anime and stuff like that on the TV." And they go, "Look at that." Yeah. Now watch this, and I showed him the I showed him the opening scene of Akira, the bike, the the bike, uh, oh, the bike battle. That's how you make a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my dad's like, he looked at it, and he's like, but I was like, uh, he goes, "Is this new?" And I said, "No, this came out like in this came out in over thirty years ago." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know, he goes. And he looked at me. He's like, these Japanese. He's like, yeah, this is art. It's it is art. Yeah, man. Man, this it's is beautiful. Art. Yeah. The last. I mean, like, I know there's a lot of good stuff coming out now. Like, really, really good work being done. I mean, um, that Samurai Seven looked really pretty. Yeah. Uh, all all the new like Studio Ghibli is always going to do really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that Kino no Nuki, whatever that game was. Yeah. Whatever. I'm that butchering is, yeah. the name there, but that mm-hmm. even the game looks really good. Mm-hmm. But there was like a certain style of animation that happened in Japan, like right up until the mid '90s. Yeah. And when then it, it just stopped. It got really. Then it got like a weird, a weird style happened. Even the thing is, is that they became like the Boondocks. Yeah, like they they became like kind of victims of their own success. Whereas like they, they did they did the best work they could yeah. with like, with like maybe limited budget, limited scope, and stuff like that, right? But now it's like, uh, it's like, not the same. It's not the same. Like even people. I actually watched a documentary. Like it's just a. It was like a fifty minute one about the animators in Japan. Their their lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's sad. Yeah, that's on. It's that's really on YouTube, sad. right? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah, there's a there. There used to be like um. It's a, I think it was this this girl who was like just like they do, they showed her life and like yeah. oh, how many hours she has to work because per week. It's oh, it sucks, man. Like remember there was that um. Can you imagine like, being an artist and like having to like like work like a factory worker? That that's exactly right. Yeah, they were they were like sweatshop workers. Because that uh, the Simpsons would do that little bit. They show the the animation is done here yeah. for Itchy and Scratchy, and they cut back to the studio in, in Korea. Mm-hmm. And it's just like fifty guys in the room all doing the in between work, and yeah. their hands are all cramped up. Yeah, it's all the carpal tunnel. Oh yeah, like and if that's the thing about that's that's one thing I understand. Like I found out about Simpsons is like a lot of people when they when they watch Simpsons now, like the the like the like the new the newer episodes, mm-hmm. they'll be like. Okay, it's it's not as good as the originals, right? Because the originals are like the the earlier seasons are yeah. all just about generic comedy, right? They're there's well written and stuff like that, right? I find that because I was watching the in the two thousand season twenty six episode five. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and wow, uh, going deep with that. Yeah, that and that one has uh, Elon Musk in it. Mm. It's oh. uh, Elon Musk is actually in the cartoon. Yeah, I remember. It's like a like a weird thing. It's not where like Homer's house changes. It's like, like, like the neighbor moves in, the house is weird, so Homer tries to keep up. With like, oh no, this one is like when uh, Elon Musk lands his rocket in on the this one, uh, one of the Falcon rockets onto his lawn, and he's like, Elon Musk is having a, a problem because he's like, he can, I, I can't be inspired anymore. He's like, I, I have and <laughs> in then, his weird deadpan voice. Yeah, but he finds out that Homer's, uh, you know, the Homerisms that Homer says, like, oh, I wish this. Uh, my lunchbox was made oh, out of like you're right. was made out of, was a gingerbread cookie or whatever. I vaguely right? remember that. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Then Elon Musk is like, oh, and he pieces together these little these, these weird ideas from like Homer's stupid ideas. Just the things Homer says. Yeah, and then he turns them into like genius ideas, and then uh, uh but overall, then, how's the episode though? The episode is good because like because I know uh, like I've I've watched so much and read so much about Elon Musk is that the the script and they write these certain jokes about Elon Musk are just slight little comments. So, but. They explained about, uh, they, they, but they described Elon Musk like when when uh, uh, Mr. Burns and uh, uh, his uh, his gay counterpart Smithers Smithers uh, was like talking to him, and he's like, and Smithers was making all these side comments, 
if you did not know anything about Elon Musk, you would not understand that comedy. So it's clever writing. It's and so it's good. Yeah, it's it's so research. So I think like if they do that with that, just in that episode, right? Mm-hmm. There's tons of stuff I don't know about like the, the Simpsons, like the, the newer uh, seasons. There's they make episodes that I don't find like I'm like okay, that's not as good as the original, right? But maybe I don't know enough about those side jokes that they're making. That's a really good point. Yeah, that's a really good point. And there could be a, a whole man. This thing is we gotta get a new board. There could be a whole like um. An intelligence behind it mm-hmm. that we just don't know because we're not into that thing. Yeah, like Simpsons. Simpsons writing has not. I don't think it's gotten lazy. No, no, it's yeah. just gotten. I think too like uh too like focused. Too focused. It's too focused on a certain aspect of yeah. whatever they're writing about. Yeah, like that episode was written for like people who knew more about Elon Musk. Yeah, like deep down, right? So. I understand, like, there's, you can make, just make generic, like, it's very hard to make generic comedy, like, stuff on The Simpsons, right? It has to be about something, right? Yeah. Because back then, we were spoiled when we were back then. I mean, like, it, yeah. it just seemed like every episode was just gold. But you're yeah. right. It was, I mean, and there were, there was a lot of focus writing there as well. But I mean, there was no, um, there was no topical writing about ugh, this. I'm going to murder this whole thing. I'm going to take this, this particular piece of equipment. I'm going to throw it out the window. <laughs> Or I'm just gonna open it up and, and but fix it. But you know it. what? This this thing has this is a workhorse. This this workhorse. This thing has gotten us through. Uh, I've got a lot of a lot of crap. Yeah. This thing has traveled the world with us and done a lot of work with us, yes. and then stayed here on the desk in this spot, and then slowly started to really piss me off. But it has been a workhorse. This, okay, when, this when, little guy was never meant to do the amount of work that it did. No, but the thing is, once we're done with this, put it under glass. It's yeah, a, this is the first one. Exactly. It's it's definitely gonna. It's never gonna get thrown out. Yeah, this reminds me of that uh, Top Gear episode when they tried to kill the Toyota. Oh yeah, no, no. This is the unkillable Toyota. Yeah, exactly. So when it's done, it deserves a place on your mantle. Oh yeah, I mean the Stig can drive this as hard as he wants, and it will not die. Yeah, I bet you anything you'd let that on fire. If you just put the smoke, if you just put the smoke out, it would still work. It would light its own cigarette <laughs> yeah, exactly. onto it and be good to go. Exactly. Oh, focused episode like the monorail. There was no, there was nothing happening in the world at the time where you had to write about a monorail. No, it's Conan uh, O'Brien just had a really fun idea. That um, actually, I have that. Pic- I have a picture on my Facebook feed uh, with like uh, Conan O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. And he's looking. He's at a. He's at a, a, a train station. It says monorail, and he's like this. He's like ah, like that. Right. <laughs> I put on my. I put it as my fa- as my profile picture. That's pretty rad, <laughs> yeah. man. But like that's just it. You're not going to get that from uh, from the Simpsons anymore. It no. just seems like all their writing is really, really focused. Yeah, because like, if you took that idea and you brought it in now, people would be like, "What the fuck? Like, what? Like you t- go into the writers' room, guys? I got an idea for a monorail episode, right?" Mm-hmm. Monorail had like it had everything. It was it was a it was an old school episode written by uh, written and produced by Conan O'Brien. Yep. and it had fucking Phil Hartman in it. Yeah, I mean it was really it it was the uh, what do they call it the five tool player. Yeah. of the Simpsons episode. Sim- yeah, that's that's exactly yeah. what it was. It yeah. is the five tool player of the Simpsons. Yeah, like when you look back at all the all the like the 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 hallmarks that that episode. Leonard hit. Nimoy was in it. Leonard Nimoy's in it. There's a Batman reference. Yeah, there's a weird ass scientist. Phil Hartman's in it. It's got a it's got a song that you still can remember exactly, and it's got the whole like it's got little like quirks too. Monorail, monorail, monorail. <laughs> Mon- like there are weird little things that happen. Mono. Still, ah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a really good episode. There were so many gold ones like that back then that yeah. you just don't get anymore because again, like may- maybe that's the same. Maybe it's gotten too topical. Yeah, I, I think, and also like Simpsons. My favorite thing about the Simpsons though is, uh, um, they, uh, it's it's just Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Treehouse of Horror up until like the last ten. Yeah, and even then they kind of have their moments. They do, yeah. Like it's just uh, they're, they're, the the earlier ones are so memorable. Like I think yeah. I, t- yeah, I told you like on Halloween. Oh yeah. I binged like I watched, I, w- I watched one, two, three. F- I watched five in a row. How to eat forty humans? Yeah. 
How do you <laughs> they're all so humans? good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's more dust on this. <laughs> oh, man. No, it was how to cook 40 humans. <laughs> how, to cook, how to cook four 40 humans. <laughs> how to cook four 40 humans. <laughs> I guess I was wrong. There's more space dust yeah. on this. Let me get this straight. You thought we were actually going to eat. <laughs> God, Kang and Kodos. And then James Earl Jones was the one who was going to be the cook, right? Mm-hmm. So many good ones. So many, yeah. so many like hits in that thing. Oh, yeah. There's um there is some like cool stuff going on in animation right now though. Uh the Scooby Doo movie yeah. is coming out and it actually looks not bad. Like it's yeah. a, I mean as a I as just an saw old school Scooby Doo yeah. fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love old school Sco- Scooby Doo. I mean we were that was kind of like um it was before our time, during our time and then it kind of fizzled out as we aged. Yeah. So like we were kind of like the last real group I think that hung on to it. I think yeah, I Until agree. James Gunn wrote that movie which is not that bad. Yeah. I think The yeah. James Gunn Scooby Doo is not bad. Yeah. That's actually not too bad because I, I actually forced myself to watch it because it was just him, mm-hmm. and uh, I always wanted to get like a like a like a cell like you know like the ones you know when they're all Animation running cell? When, when they're all running away from like the, whoever's chasing them and they're you, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same and like all of them are just running in like in, uh, in in one team and they're running away from whoever's chasing them whatever ghoul's chasing them whatever the ghoul is I, the headless horseman that, yeah that image is. That image reminds you of Scooby Doo. Oh, dude, it's so good. You know what I'm talking about, right? I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, it's all of them in mid run, -run. and they have that thing where it's like it's like floating up, like it's chasing them in a float. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Like all Scooby Doo was so good, and this this new uh, movie doesn't look that bad. It looks like they're gonna give them a cool origin story. It's got like Dino Mutt in it. It's got the Blue Falcon. Like it's got a bunch of weird stuff in it that are all relevant to Hanna Barbera too. Mm Tracy Morgan's in it. Tracy Morgan's it's, in it. It seems like it's going to be really fun. I think, uh, yeah, I think, and even like the... Uh, Frank Walker's doing the voice of Scooby. There you go, yeah. Right? Megatron. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, great. There's a, um, actually one of my favorite, because uh, remember they had those uh, those hour, those hour long kind of movies? Yep. <laughs> Who was your favorite one? Uh, Batman. I love it when they go with Batman and Robin, the Justice League one. Nah, that's a good Where one. Where Scooby and they all get together. Yeah, what year did that one come? What, how old oh, was that one? But that was before you were born, man. I think yeah. that's got to be like 73 or 74. Yeah, actually, one of my, my favorite one, it's not the, it's by no means the best one, mm-hmm. uh, but it is my favorite, is uh, Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. That's a good one, too. I love that one. I, I do feel like we are losing the audience right now, though, because we're nerding out about stuff that maybe not everybody cares about. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. But people I, born post-85 might not even know what we're talking about. Yeah, like th- that one, because I love even those Hanna-Barbera ones. Like, remember the remember those uh, the Olympics with, like, uh, Flintstones, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Captain Caveman, and, like, all those ones? I loved watching those, because, like, when I stumbled upon them when I was, like, in the in the 80s, I was, you know, for, on Saturday morning. It's like it's like a cartoon that never ended because you have you always what for a cartoon would be like you know a half an hour <laughs> you would have like maybe fifteen minutes of story yeah over a half an hour yeah and that was like an hour and a half yeah that like was, that was a, I'm like holy crap this thing is so long I'm like and they're man eighties eighties cartoons shit. like honestly like the cartoons from sixty to eighty five mm-hmm. were just rad yeah like you, we were just we like you said it was an embarrassment of riches yeah. we had so much good stuff that we didn't know how to deal with it yeah and now we don't have it we're just we look back so fondly on it mm-hmm. even even the the spider-man we look back at that and we think man it was so good yeah and that's the thing too is that I didn't uh, uh like spider-man spider-man has amazing friends those were garbage right you go back to the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. even like the Ralph Bakshi stuff that stuff was <laughs> Ralph Bakshi's a legend he's a legend I don't think anybody knows what Fritz the Cat is. I mean, these days, it's like you'll see that or like the keep on trucking guy. Yeah. And you see those like that imagery and they just have no idea. Like they Speed Demon. No, no. They have no idea, no idea what they're missing out on, man. Yeah. Because uh, Fire uh, and Ice. Fire and Ice. Yeah. There's a... Uh, because I, I was watching... Actually, I just watched Fritz the Cat like like maybe a couple of months ago. And it's a... Uh, it's a disturbing... 
uh, I, I love it, but it's like, like it's, there's a like a, it's got a beginning, a middle, and an end. It is, and it's dark. It's dark as like, hell. <laughs> it's like it's got pornography and hookers and heroin. Yeah. and Fritz is a mess. He's a mess. He's a. It is hooked on drugs, trying to find meaning. Right. Yeah. Like, like, it really it it is pure satire mm-hmm. of of what people in his social social station in the real world were doing. Mm. And it's kind of sold you this goofy, like, he's just a dumb cat. Yeah. It's like, no, he's got real problems. Yeah, <laughs> and he, he needs a, help. Yeah. like He, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. needs social assistance real fucking bad. I know. that Actually, what I, I stopped watching that. Like, when I first saw it, mm-hmm. I stopped watching it. Right up to that time where, like, you know the rabbit the who has the, the swastika on? <laughs> yeah. And his girlfriend is on the back. And he's like, I think, I, I thought he was like, did he... Did he beat her? Like a, <laughs> he beats the crap out of them. Yeah, yeah. When I saw that when I was young, I was like, I just, I just stopped it. I was it like, was I, too bizarre, I, man. I, I, I can't watch this, man. This is too much. It right? It was not a cartoon. But right after, right after that part, yep, the movie gets it gets funny. It gets funny. It gets like, funny right yeah. after that. Right after that, it's actually not too. If you can get through that part, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, but and those cartoons too, like um, what was it? Uh, heavy metal. Heavy metal. They were just. They were super well done. Like oh, the yeah. rotoscoping, whatever aside, but mm-hmm. like they look great, man. Yeah, and Heavy Metal is that's a Canadian production. Like, yep. Yeah, and uh, like Eugene Levy, like John Candy, John Candy, all SCTV the, people. The they're, they're all cabby. In, yeah, they're all in there, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it's it all that stuff just started from somewhere. It's really good. Have yeah. you uh, read Black Sad at all? Yeah, man. If you're if you're a fan of um, like I think that you, type, you, you, yeah, you told me to read that. I might have man. I yeah. was I was really big on it a few years ago. I was like I was reading it a lot again. But if you're a fan of um of all of what we just talked about, mm-hmm. that weird animation style, heavy metal, Fritz the Cat, all that stuff, like animal anthropomorphic animal Nazis and shit. Yeah. Like Black Sad is right up your alley. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like what's the name? Guan Guanio Guan Grandino, the guy who he's the actual artist. Yeah. God, I can't. His name is right in the tip of my head. His art in that is it's like Disney on steroids, mm-hmm. but it's just beautiful it's stuff beautiful. it's so detailed oh yeah that's crazy like you could be looking at that one panel of mardi gras mm-hmm. is the one the one with the the one fox yeah his ex-girlfriend dies, yeah, ex-girlfriend dies. Her, yeah that's right and the snake he's gonna chase him down the street mm-hmm. and you look at that whole thing that's happening that like i could stare at that as a piece of art on a wall mm-hmm. it's just it's such good stuff oh yeah there's uh even like did you know that ralph actually did the original uh lord of the rings yep yeah yeah, yeah. the john yeah. hurt john hurt one yeah 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 that's a i still have that on vhs <laughs> i think everybody's gonna copy that yeah, somewhere i have to yeah, and there was a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. In line with uh, current animation, have you seen the trailer for uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, the new trailer? Yeah, I did. Man, uh, okay, have you seen the new one, or have the, you seen the... I saw the newest one. The newest one. Because I knew they, they had to redo... The the horror show. The horror show. <laughs> that was the original Sonic. When is the last time in recent memory that you can think of when a studio is like, we done fucked up bad, like... Stop it! Stop the presses! Not, Let's go back. Let's not, redo the whole thing. Not to this degree. It, it seems like the entire thing. Yeah. They reshot a bunch of scenes. They uh, they reanimated an entire character, mm. the main character, think from much, the top down. Think how much. Think how much that cost. <laughs> and to render everything oh. and how much time it took. Holy crap! Like as an animator, like think about that. It's. A, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. I mean, this is not the kind of thing where you just take a like a wireframe. And there's be like, yeah, we'll just tweak it a little bit and we'll do... No, they rebuilt an entire character. They added him back into scenes where he's interacting with a world that they've built. Yeah. And like you're saying, the rendering time alone. Yeah. And I try to render four... I'm, I've got a good unit, but I try to render 4K video here in a rush for somebody who's like, can you change a bunch of stuff for me? I do it. I'm like, yeah, but I really 
really hate you right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. So they went and redid the entire thing. No, but granted, they also they were given a new deadline. Yeah. They probably told like time and money is no object. Yeah. Let's just let's just do it right. Mm-hmm. But it seems like in that we're gonna get a really good Sonic movie. I think so too. Yeah. I I don't think I've been this childlike watching a trailer in a long time. Yeah, it's gonna be. Um, I think it's. Yeah, I, I'm gonna give that movie a chance. Oh, 100 percent. I'm gonna sure. give that more of a chance than anything Star Wars or Terminator or anything. Speaking of Star Wars, oh, here we go. Okay, how was it? Uh, Is it out yet? No, 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 it's not out yet. Um, but uh, I'm gonna say this: um, Mandalorian mm-hmm. episode one. Yeah. Is better than any Star Wars. Well, that's what I'm saying. It is out. Number number one is out. Oh yeah, that's yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Mandalorian is that one episode is better than any Star Wars movie that's I've seen in a all long I've time. Heard. Yeah, yeah. It's better than the the actual movies. Uh, I I loved it. I, okay, Rogue One is a different thing, right? But like, uh, uh, now Rogue One in since since Return of the Jedi is my favorite. Like out of all the stuff that's out there. Oh yeah, yeah Rogue yeah. One. I think is just like I think it's the best. It's the best because like you because like, I actually cared about everyone in that movie. Hundred percent to to some degree. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so, you're absolutely right. Um, I was not annoyed by anybody. I uh, I cared about them all. Yeah, I wanted to see where the story was going to go. Yeah. I felt sad when the movie ended. Yeah, and they and they all died. They all died. They all died. So like, and Darth Vader. And Darth gets Vader such just, a great just scene. wrecked everybody. Right. Yeah. So, um, they did. Uh, they like that movie was was great. Mm-hmm. Like that's like you know what? Because I, I would watch that because if I was because if I wanted to watch Star Wars. I'm like you know what? I'm gonna start from. I'm gonna, like, I didn't care about the, the original prequel trilogy, right? I don't even care about that shit. I, I was. Just, I just want to say that while you're saying all this, yeah, with your with your orange shirt and your uh, your like hoodie that's kind of leaned over, you have a very like Biggs Darklighter thing going on right now. So I feel like I'm I'm where I should be listening to the right person talk about. It. I mean, a very like. Nostalgic it's, feel here. Apparently, it's called Tech Copper. Oh, well, it's working. That's all it is. <laughs> but, like, I find that if I was going to watch Star Wars, all I would do is I'd, I'd watch uh, Rogue One mm-hmm. and I would watch uh, and then move on from there and just go from like uh, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and I would just end there. Return of the Jedi? Probably not. Not even. No. So it would be, would you? I mean, we've, I've we've Return of the Jedi about... memorized. Who doesn't? Yeah, right? so I'm like, ah, what's the point, right? I okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, I see what you mean. But for for new fans to get into it, I think you're right. I think it's like Rogue One is incredible. Yeah. Um, episode well, New Hope is phenomenal. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back is just it blows your mind. It's one of the best sci-fi movies of all time. Yeah, forget sequels. It's one of the best sci-fi movies of all yeah. time. And then Return of the Jedi, is, it is what it is. I mean, as as a little kid, I loved it. As I got older and read more about it, I was disappointed in the way they could have gone. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, as an adult, I made my peace with it. Yeah, I, I like. I'll say this: I like. I Star Wars is like a, a New Hope is a great movie. Empire Strikes Back is a fantastic, is an unreal movie. Return of the Jedi is just it's an entertaining movie. Yeah, it is. It has great space yeah. battles. It has, like, the, I, and I just I just think it's entertaining because even the Ewok, everyone hates the Ewoks. Don't get me wrong, right? But like, I just find that the way they talk. Yep. Is hilarious. My brother used and I used to imitate them They're all tagalog. the time. Yeah, just like <laughs> and just the way, the way they were they were acting. I'm like, this is so foolish. Why yeah, are these right? why are these things, why are these stupid little fucking critters in this movie? Right. But when you're eight years old or when you're seven years old, like you can't get enough of that shit. You can't. Yeah. You so, can't get enough of that. Yeah. Shit. So so like uh, the, all the Ewoks in there, like they're not the word Ewok is not even mentioned in the movie. No, no, no. That's just there because he took the word Wookie and flipped it. Yeah. Because he was gonna do Kashik and have the Wookies in there. Yeah. And they're like, no, it's horrible. We want to have cute and cuddly Disney crap. Yeah. And then he changed it into the Ewoks and during during production. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's more 
yeah, it's, it's more mer- merchandising, yeah. obviously, right? So like, like, so because all all those things, all those all all Wookies look the same, right? So mm-hmm. I think uh, um, Chewbacca's wife looks like Chewbacca. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, two two two, uh, <laughs> two animals that are just of, of the same sex just have this. Whereas sex, like yeah. the the Ewoks, I'll give them that. Like Chief Chirpa mm-hmm. does not look like Wicket. No. No, they they all look different. Yeah, and they, they're kind of cute the way they 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 walk like fr- little Frankenstein's, but like, uh, <laughs> but they but they're the way they talk and like the way they c- communicate is mm-hmm. hilarious. It's so funny. They're it's like, funny, and when they sing, they're like, oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but it, the the thing too, like, and like I've like I said, I've gone through all stages with with that movie. Uh-huh. When you look at the way they actually act and the way they interact with each other and the other characters. They're all. They all have distinct personalities. Mm-hmm. They have a goal. Yeah. Their story has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah. Like they're they're not a waste of a no. They they, they storyline. Yeah, they're not. They're just uh, they were. You just, generally care about them. Yeah. Like you know when I first watched it when they were when the Ewoks were like uh, just getting when they were getting killed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were like, oh okay, those those furry little bastards. Those furry like, little freaks are getting murdered. Yeah, they're getting murdered, right? But like when they turn the tide and they yeah. uh, they they use that the two logs hit that thing and then like, they crush it and stuff. I'm just like. Like, <laughs> how did you get them up there? Yeah, and they're, they're throwing rocks at the stormtroopers who have this yeah. like this plastic like armor. Like, how the fuck are, you, are those guys getting hurt? I remember they, they hit one guy hit hit the hit that they're throwing those rocks in this in, with a rope, and then they throw it at the, at the stormtrooper. It hits him in the head, and he's like, oh, grabs his head, and he falls down. That took me out of the mood, the movie. There's a lot of that, but that took me out as I got older, right? So, but when you're a yeah. kid, when you're a little kid. Yeah, Th- that's the greatest thing you've seen. Exactly. So I think the problem with Return of the Jedi is that it did not withstand the test of time as the other two movies did. Like, and for you, not not you, but for you as a human, as, yeah, as a film watcher, a movie watcher, yeah, it doesn't age with you well. No, not at all. Like, it's, like there's plot holes as you get older. Yeah, and it's not the it's not the movie. It's just like certain scenes in the yeah, movie. That's just it. Yeah, there's like because like the whole thing with uh with Luke and like uh, Darth Vader and the Emperor and stuff like that. It's all good. It's all good. That that belongs in a much different movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's the, all good. Yeah. And the, the first scene when they, uh, they, they kill Jabba and, uh, and then it's crazy like that. that the movie <laughs> it's is really it's, fun. It's so, and shot so well. Yeah. And, uh, Mark on, he, he did a bang up job. Bang up job. Yeah. Every director. I mean, like, uh, that's the thing I kind of feel bad about when people still shit on George Lucas. Yeah. He kind of screwed three movies up. Yeah. He kind of did. But <laughs> Now, when you look at those three movies, you kind of look back at them fondly too. Yeah, like we forgive those movies, and I and anybody who's like, I don't do it, don't forgive those movies. I'm like, well, you're not looking at it objectively. No, like just take a step back and look at what he was trying to do, and forget about all the weird crap he put into New Hope and, and Empire and Jedi, and just look at what he tried to accomplish with those movies. Yeah, he made a bunch of missteps, but at the end of the day, we do kind of look back at them fondly. Yeah, look, look, like if you look at the like the grand scale, look at what he created. Mm-hmm. Look, 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 his pretty impressive yeah, stuff. In three, like in three movies, he changed culture. Yeah, you can't say that about The Godfather. <laughs> no, The Godfather just added on no. to what was already there. Yeah, you can't say you can't say that about Raiders of the Lost Ark, Back to the Future. You can't say that about those movies, right? No, this movie, Star Wars, changed culture. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot going on. Yeah. in the way they were made, in um, in just like I mean, like. One-liners and yeah. zingers that he's still kind of use. Yeah, and like yeah, another Yeah, like, exactly. he, he still say weird crap, right? Yeah, and like yeah, and like it all, and it came out at the right time, right after the Vietnam War. Like mm-hmm. you know, and there was like the, Hollywood was starving for new directors, and then out of uh, University of California, like there was all these great directors there who were yeah. just like like George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, all those guys were just there, and they they were thinking like what 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 can we do? Like there were a lot of like cool. Uh, I mean, like movies. It wasn't right after Nam, but it was influenced by 
you know, there's always that lull that happens after a war. What do we do now? Yeah, like, like let's tell our stories, man. Yeah, like after, right after, like because uh, there was a, there was a real real disconnect between like you know like because the, the, they were just getting out of the Vietnam War and like you know the, the culture in the United States was like very negative. It was like mm-hmm. people, like they people wanted a reason to like you know like not celebrate but like you know oh they wanted to be distracted they want to be distracted right along comes these guys with these movies yeah and it changed jaws. everything yeah jaws i mean apocalypse now jaws apocalypse now, star alien, wars like, alien yeah like there's a bunch of really cool stuff that happens like yeah. from say like 1972 to 1985 yeah there's like a crazy cuz i I'm, I'm weird like that. i always feel like a decade ends like around 80 like 2 to 5 like the 70s didn't end in 1980 the 70s still kind of influenced some movies all the way up until like 1982, well, there's 1983, no, right? Yeah, there's no like 70 to 80 then. And then it just stops. It just, no, it doesn't. It no, gets, it doesn't no, things get things Things gradually come in and then they get phased out. Exactly. Yeah. That's why like there are there are certain movies in the early 80s that are, or the early 90s that are like 80s movies. Yeah. I mean, like Home Alone, Ninja Turtles, we still kind of feel like they're 80s movies. Yeah, they have an 80s vibe to them, right? Because yeah. they're they're dirty, they're like, um, they're not, they don't look, they don't look that great, but like. TMNT 1 is gritty. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a dark, gritty movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, there, there is that. Oh, speaking of sequels, to, to transition out, unless you got something else there. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. Yeah, moving on. Uh, I saw Split. I oh, had not think? watched it. I had not watched it. I was on the old crave there, like looking for something to watch and yeah. glasses on it. Yeah. And then uh, splits on Netflix. So I just went over because, you know, that's what I do without, I, I got no, nothing else to watch. Mm-hmm. So I went over and watched Split and I was like pleasantly surprised. Mm. Did not expect it to be what it was. I really didn't know much about it at all beyond that it had like uh, ties to Unbreakable. I knew that it was like a, a quote unquote sequel, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how much of a sequel. So I, I didn't like really look for that. Yeah. But um, man, that McAvoy. He's, uh, he's unreal. Unbelievable that movie. Yeah. I mean, you genuinely believe every time he changes to a different character, mm-hmm. he is he that is person. That character, yeah. Yeah, it was really well done. Unbelievable. He's like, that's James McAvoy. Is a, he's such an underrated actor. Oh, dude. He's I mean, un, he's unreal. Un, absolutely. Him as Professor X, uh, like, honestly, he's the reason why I, I watched some of those X Men movies. I mean, he's the best part of Apocalypse. Easily. <laughs> X Men Apocalypse is garbage. That, that's, that's, that's borderline unwatchable. You're right. Yeah. It is a borderline unwatchable it's, movie. Yeah, it's, it's not Justice League, but it's like, it's so, so close. Yeah, no, he's, he's really good in that. Yeah. But, um, uh, as far as split goes, I believed everything that was going on in that, and I I was I was worried about the characters who were in it. Um, I didn't think that the characters who were, who were in it were um, I guess what's the word? They they weren't selling like victim. They were selling like a person who's stuck in a position where like we gotta get out. We yeah. All gotta work together. Let's find a way to get out of here. And McAvoy was just like every single moment where he had to kind of like either appease all those characters or scare all those characters. Yeah, like when he's a little kid. And you want he just wants to do dance moves? Like that poor kid. <laughs> that poor fucking kid. He just wants somebody to have dance moves with. Yeah. Wait a minute, you thought that window was the way out? Oh, you played me. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ah, poor guy. Are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna watch glass? That's next. Yeah. Probably tomorrow night. I got the I got the night off, so I'm probably gonna pop glass on and, and give that a go. You're watching it here? Uh probably gonna watch it here, yeah. You thinking about doing a movie night or what? Yeah, you want to? I haven't seen it. Why not, man? I haven't seen it either. Come on down tomorrow, like around this time. We'll watch. Uh, we'll throw the. Uh, we'll throw a glass on okay. and see how that goes. Okay. Because I'm. That's gonna be my my watchy watch. Because I'm really excited to see how that's gonna go now, especially with the connection to to Unbreakable. Yeah. Man, are you, are you working tomorrow? Or? Uh, no, tomorrow in the daytime. Yeah. Daytime. Okay. I got the day on. So mm-hmm. tomorrow night I got the night off. I've got a little bit of work to do later on, but um, I have enough time. I got two and a half hours in the middle. Okay. I'm just gonna pop that movie on and let's uh, let's give it a watch. Cool. All right. 
Moving on. Uh, moving on. I think for the most part, we uh, we've kind of hit all the stuff we wanted to hit, and um, then we oh um. So okay, well th- this this one's bullshit. I was gonna make fun of Roland Emmerich because he he like sided with Scorsese about the whole like Marvel movies are junk cinema. They're not real cinema. They are junk cinema. And then he makes a movie like Midway, and then that uh, the writer there, that uh, J D Simpkins, he writes for the Military Times, just destroyed that movie Midway. <laughs> he's and he's like a Military Times writer, and he's like, let me tell you something. Here's why this movie is a steaming pile of shit, and here's what I think of it. And he just goes on to like eviscerate Roland Emmerich, mm-hmm. which made me think like Roland Emmerich probably wanted to direct a Marvel movie. They're like, oh, no, go away, go away. And now he's like, oh, you know what? Marvel movies are not cinema, so good. I didn't want you anyway. Okay, uh, okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kin uh, movies to food. Okay. Oh, here we go. Okay, so let's say coming from Martin Scorsese. Okay, his yes. movie, his movie is like going to go eat at Aberdeen. When Gordon Ramsay was running it, okay. All oh, right. Okay, so that that's food, that's food, okay. Marvel, well, that's art. That's art, okay. Yeah. So like, so you want to if you want to go if you want to go to like a, a three Michelin star place, yeah, you go see that's what that's what a Scorsese movie is, right? Mm-hmm. So think about like uh, Goodfellas, think about Taxi Driver, yeah, think about Raging Bull, okay. Uh, so uh, that's art, okay. Mm-hmm. Now. I'm not saying that the Marvel movies are not art, okay? Like, they're just, they're very, because um, I know the, the, the amount of work that goes into those movies is crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But in the end, it's junk food. Absolutely. It's junk food. But in my mind, it's not McDonald's, it's like Burger's Priest. It's yeah. like, it's a it's a finely crafted burger yeah, so, by people who genuinely care about burgers. Yeah, it is a motion picture. Yep. It is a movie. But uh, so uh, they're just not like, uh, they're, they're just different. You know, like, I, I don't watch, I'm not going to watch. A Scorsese movie for the action. No, and I'm not going to eat at Ramsey's restaurant every day. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, I'm at Burgers Priest a lot. Exactly. <laughs> and is, I yeah, enjoy so it. I, yeah, I will watch. I'll watch the I'll watch the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> the Edward Norton Incredible the Edward, Hulk. The Edward Norton Incredible Hulk. But like, He's uh, on a bit of a renaissance these days too, Norton. He's, uh, his new movie is doing really well. He's yeah, on the Rogan podcast. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's kind of back. Yeah, did you, uh, did you hear the, the podcast? I did. It's I enjoyed great. it. It's a very if you I mean, listen to ours first, beginning to end. Ours is way better. <laughs> ours is way better. Yeah. But at the same time, when you're done with ours, there's this kid out there, Rogan, uh Joey, I think. Yep. And he had Edward Norton on. Mm-hmm. And that's also a very good episode of his, uh, yeah. his program. And I, I like how um like like Edward Norton is one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. Um But I think with with Edward Norton, he's a very well rounded uh uh human being. He's uh he's Highly intelligent. The dude uh, had a major part in a Ridley Scott movie mm-hmm. and chose to not have his face shown or his name and the credits because it would take you out of the movie. Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, in a time when you're like, uh, in a time, when you've got actors who really want their face on TV, mm-hmm. um, Ben Affleck's Daredevil barely wears a mask, all that kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. This is a dude who's like, you know what? Um, I'll wear the mask the entire time. I'll alter my voice a bit and don't put me in the credits. Yeah, because it'll take people out of the movie. The thing is, I bet you anything he wouldn't have done that if Ridley Scott wasn't directing the movie. He probably yeah he wouldn't have done the movie. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have done the movie. No, not at all. Yeah, so because uh, he's a he's a he's a devoted actor. Yeah, he's a pure actor. Yeah, he's an artist. Yeah, so people like uh, everyone says like oh like Edward Norton he's he's Edward Norton every no he's not no no that, no. that that's like he is he's so good at what he does. The it's, narrator is uh, is uh, as different. As the the king, like as it, the king, exactly, very, yeah. He's not Edward Norton in every movie. No, he's not, and uh, he just has like a very like distinct nasally voice, right? But mm-hmm. he's so good at what he does, and he's also, uh, it's not just intelligent about like acting and, and like just academics. He's like he's 
he's just naturally intelligent. Like even when he talks about like fighting and UFC yeah. and like uh, he knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's talking about. And if he doesn't, he'll learn about it. Yeah, I watched. The, I watched the. I, I, I was just watching it, and mm-hmm. I, I was. I started from the beginning. I just, I watched the entire thing. Uh, it, it was a good one. It's a good one to sit through. Yeah, because there's certain people when you listen to them talk, is like you want. You just want. You just glue. You're like, wow, I want to listen to this, right? So like, I, I hope that like one hour is actually three hours. Yeah, yeah. And so I did this. Like it was a, the Elon Musk one is like is easily my favorite one, and then uh, his latest one. That uh, that Joe Rogan had was which was excellent. And just personally speaking, because I have a vested interest in this, was um, you know the guy from uh, the Chappelle show? Yeah, it was Donnell uh, Rawlings. Yeah, that guy and yeah. uh, and the RZA. Oh, was he on? He was on. When was he on? They did. A, they, they were on. I think RZA was there for like a. He was there for um, like a portion of that podcast. Mo- like most of it, right? And really, uh, and, I had uh, no idea. And so RZA was on there, and he's just making notes while he was. And at the end of the podcast. Oh, he was there for the entire time. I think he had maybe had a separate one, but like, uh, 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 at the end, Rizzo just spits a verse, and then he's like, "Fuck!" And then Joe Rogan's like, "Holy shit! What a way to end <laughs> oh, off!" Oh, that's a good ending. Yeah, because Rizzo is like, I did not he, know. Yeah, he's a hero of mine. Well, you're you're a huge Wu Tang fan. Yeah, I think we have a, an episode dedicated to your love for the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, fuck. they ain't nothing to mess with. Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go on to the next segment of this podcast, which is a call in, mm-hmm. um, I don't know how much of the CW stuff you've been watching. I have not. No, but uh, you know, Crisis is coming. Crisis is it's, coming. It's like it's on the doorstep now. But they named Joker in Batwoman, mm-hmm. and it is Jack Napier. They kind of stuck yeah, with that. That's right. So it I, seems I knew like that, yeah, yeah that, that is the Batman mm-hmm. of uh, of this world. The Batman of this one, because they have that the photo of um, the newspaper article where it shows Michael Keaton and it says uh, billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne Mary Selina Kyle. Mm-hmm. So they get married in this world. And it seems like Jack Napier, the Jack Nicholson Joker, is their Joker too. Mm. Or at least in some sense, right? Okay. So we don't know how old he is or, or how old Batman is, but uh, they definitely are the Batman of this world. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. In some way. In some way. Yeah, yeah. which is really cool. I'm, uh, I'm really, I'm super, super jazzed about that. I like that kind of thing. Actually, you know what? I was actually in a... Um, before I came here, I actually went to uh, I had some time to kill, so I just went into I was gonna I went to Starbucks, but that the one by Mills Town Center. So I actually walked inside Mills Town Center. Oh wow! How I was that? I haven't been there in like ten years. Flashback. If, if not, if not more than that. I'm uh, I'm there a lot. <laughs> I have never. I have. It's like I game can't, cities in there. Okay, so like I went to that game city. Yeah. And I went to Warp Three Comics. Yeah, that uh, is it. Uh, well, I mean, I I can't imagine where else you would go. Where else would you? You're would not going to go to the shoe yeah, store, and exactly, there's like there was nothing there, and like, well, actually, there's a lot of like closed stores there. There's a bunch. Yeah. I mean, they they had a weird thing kind of happen when they shut down that one whole half of the mall. Yeah. Um, they were getting super local now, but they put a good fit, uh, good life fitness in there. Yeah. And it kind of closed off that segment of the mall, mm-hmm. and so like a lot of things died off. But um, I mean, it still thrives on. Like, they have like local things like Shoppers Drug Mart and all that kind of crap. Oh yeah. yeah. But um, like I'm in that game city a lot because I still play Nintendo, so I play a lot of those. Mm-hmm. And then um, the bookstore, they got a really cool bookstore. Yeah, that, three isn't it? Yeah, the Coles. That's right. And, uh, so uh, there's there's a bunch of stuff there still. Yeah, I saw I saw the um, uh, two the two books I was gonna get uh at Warp at Warp. Yeah, they were they were having a D and D night or whatever. They were, yeah, they were. play the board games on the side there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't hate that, man. I don't I'm, hate that at all. I'm all for no, it. I know. I, the thing is, you know what the thing is? Those no, kids have a social life. No, no. You know what you know what was? I actually, the reason I made that sound is because I walked in there and that's the first thought, the first thought I had was like, oh, look at these dorks. And then I was like, 
then I caught myself. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like these guys are like, look at these, these guys are having fun. They're having a great time. You know, they're having a, they're eating a and W. They could eat in there. They're having, yep. and they're just chilling out, playing games they love. It's That's like awesome. Fifteen friends yeah. getting together once a week yeah. and playing video games or playing board games and eating fast food. Yeah, like you know, like friend of the show, Jamie. Like she she goes to plays D and D. I always like make fun of it, but at the same time, like, I I I respect it. I'm oh like, shit! Uh, past and future hosts, co-host Dan, yeah. Dan, James Lacomber, and yeah. uh, and Ghost, it's Ghostly funny, Greg. Like, I I can't participate in that. I'm like obviously I'm. I'm jealous. I'm just jealous of their happiness. <laughs> I, I could. I totally. Get, I think whenever somebody makes a sound like that, yeah, like look at these nerds. Yeah, it's like Fuck you, you. want to be those people. You want to be those. people. You want to be those nerds. Yeah, it's like it's one echelon above, like playing Monopoly with your friends. Exactly that. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So. So. Uh, whatever, yeah, man. But but the reason I was in there, I I, I went in there because I haven't been there in like years, is that I almost bought, uh, uh Dark Knight Metal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, the the Batman who laughs. That's not too bad at all. Those was, are those are good purchases. I, I was gonna get them. Didn't do it. Didn't Trigger do it. was not pulled. I wasn't sure if the, the if the I'm pretty sure it was a thick book. It was the is about like about an inch. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's the entire story. Oh, um, I think it's that that's a segment. That's probably a major segment of the story. But the whole metal thing was like a year long event. Yeah, so I, wa- I want to get through I, multiple titles. That's the thing is like I didn't want to like because all those guys, like, even the people who were working there, they were invested. Like, oh, this, uh, he goes, oh man, you got to cast a spell, man. <laughs> they were too involved. They were way too, yeah, I was, I couldn't speak their language, so I just uh, said, you know what, fuck it, I'll just see if I can. I've got just- a plus twelve dex modifier. Yeah, these guys, <laughs> and these guys were hardcore into it. They go, they all had long hair and long beards and uh, unkept, and uh, they were just like saying, but like, they're like, having so much fun. Fuck, man, these guys were like having a ball. They're down the street. I'm gonna start playing DD with these guys, man, fuck, or man, Magic yeah. the Gathering, or what the hell they're doing because they all seem like they're having a really good time. Yeah, man, it's like you couldn't. Oh fuck man. But that's why I do like the like the game city and stuff. The reason I'm in Game City so much is I go in there and I talk to the guys who run the store. I talk about video games and talk about new games that are coming out. Like mm-hmm. the new the new company make that uh the new Game Boy, mm-hmm. the lit up lithium powered six button Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's beautiful. But like those are the things I still enjoy talking to people about when they know what I'm talking about. Like the I mean this is what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. This is the same thing, man. It's identical. So uh, yeah, I mean, we should stop shitting on those people. Yeah, stop shitting on those people, people. Yeah, man, those they got feelings too. They got feelings too. Um, we are going to. I think uh, we'll see how long the next one goes. If the next one isn't that long, we're just gonna we're just gonna add it to this. If not, then this is probably the music, and we're gonna have another one uh, of this week just thrown out there. Sounds good. A supplementary episode. Yes. So uh, no more episode numbers. We're just doing like random titles these days. Perfect. So that works out. Right. Um, so stay tuned or at, at AG2. At AG2. Hey, hello, boys. What's happening, buddy? Not much. Just uh, out here on the West Coast, keeping it down. So we kind of get to be passengers on this, on this particular... On this, on this journey. <laughs> on this journey. I have heard uh, a story, partially, okay. of, of adventures that you've been having... On the on the coast. That is correct. Well, that's I. Th- I think now now we're just gonna let you run wild, buddy. Yeah, man. Just uh, so. Well, actually, we should set it up first. There is uh, another podcast, a, a sister podcast, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, do do bad things to do good, and AG two our buddy. Pardon. That is correct. Inspired by you guys. Oh well, I mean, yeah, I think if, if that's the case, then uh, cool. I'm glad to be uh, inspiring somebody into also joining the podcast world. But that is, yeah, it's your baby. You came up with that. You got all the rest of the guys involved. And uh, you've been doing that weekly on the West Coast. 
And um, there was there was like a, a series of events that led up to what you're going to talk about. Right what now. we're going to talk about today. Uh, that is correct. So just a little bit of background. Got about five episodes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, had some issues with the law because one of the people I interviewed um, is an ex-drug uh, dealer who's suing the provincial government. And until that lawsuit is finished, he doesn't want to sign the release. He was one of those Surrey thug gangsters that you always hear about on the news. Yeah, I love those guys. So that, that derailed plans a bit. But uh, the, the, the episode that I did do, I interviewed an escort that I met due to a net due to a case of mistaken identity. She was there to meet a client. I was waiting for my wife. Her paths crossed. And, uh, you know, you guys can go listen to the podcast to see how that went. But I managed to convince her to sit down with me for an hour and a half and talk. And um, from there, you know, somehow some drama students at the University of British Columbia heard the podcast. They're really impressed. They reached out and they wanted to put on a theater production of her life story. That is pretty rad. Yeah. So she came back to me and said, hey, you know, I love the way you, you know, kind of narrate the story. Uh, would you mind writing the drama, drama play, screenplay, drama play, whichever way you want to call it? The play, the the stage play. What, what do they call it? Play. They call it a. Uh... That, so, um, you know, as you know, I'm sort of partially retired out here, so I banged it out, no pun intended, and uh, you know, wrote it, and uh, they loved it. She loved it, and uh, because of her uh, connection, sort of the camming world, online camming world, and online sort of the you know. The, the pay for play sites that you have, what the, have you. the self-made um, pornography kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, she she kind of forwarded the, the stage play to a friend of hers who is a very famous porn star in the world named Alex Harper, and she loved it. And she reached out to me, called me. So now you know my number circulating out in the porn world. I guess. <laughs> I said, hey, I'm coming down to Vancouver. I love the way I listen to the podcast. I read the drama play, and I would love to sit down and talk to you as well because I've got a story to tell. Now, this is on the heels of that whole Mia Khalifa saying she only made 12 grand in porn. Okay. So Alex took a big offense to that and wanted to kind of set the record straight. So On, on the kind of money that you could make? Yeah, because she said that's absolute bullshit. She's just crying for attention. And, I mean, you can hear the podcast once I get it edited and stuff. But yeah. You know, after that, she uh, she had a good time. We smoked a few joints together, did the podcast. It was great. And then she said, hey, I'm back here in a, in a six weeks. She's like, you know, you just know how to tell a story. She's like, would you mind? I've got to do a film. I don't have a director. And would you mind directing a scene? All right. I said, I said <laughs> sure. I go, but... I feel I like mean, you really forced gumped your way into this. Yeah, you totally forced gumped your way into this. I would like to say Kramer, but forced gumped is. <laughs> yeah, you, fall, you fell ass backwards into poor. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so so I kind of said, okay, why don't you come up with a scene? It's a girl-girl shoot. And uh, she's like, well, if you want to get involved, it's up to you. I kind of reiterated that I am married. My wife is capable of killing me in my sleep. <laughs> As, as you know, you know, the funny thing is, this shit comes out after I'm married and settled down. Where was this 10 years ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, wow. The gods, the, the gods have forsaken me. You would have so, been you would have been a monster 10 years ago. Yeah. Would well, you? Well, yeah, I, or, or a dud. Either way. <laughs> now, I think, I think I'll, hopefully, regardless, you would let me pick your porn name. Yeah, and you know, Roger, we've in our youth, we've dabbled in some sort of amateur 
stuff. We'll, we'll not talk about the, the shadow tapes that exist out there. Uh, you, wait, you what? The day we stole your dad's camcorder, but that'll, that'll remain, you know, he has never out or not. Well, um, I'm not going to edit any of this out. I'm going to ask more questions. Uh, what yeah, are you exactly. talking about? Well, so, I, so, I, I, so, so essentially, I, 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 I said, okay, I go, I want to tell a story. Uh, you know what? Art is art. Whether it's smut, whether it's, you know, a painting, it's got to evoke an emotion. Whether that emotion is I'm turned on, I'm disgusted, you got to do something. So I took the approach of, I want to tell a story, you know, an experienced woman getting together with another woman and introducing her to the world of woman-on-woman love. That's the, that's the approach I took. That so was the the scene that you were going to, like, write and direct and... Yeah. Okay. Produce, oh. write, direct, all the art so- things. Ag two, so just just uh, so, sorry to interrupt. So are the the two uh, the two that are getting together are they seasoned professionals or is this one who no, knows what she's doing? No, no, and I'll, I'll get to the part about casting the amateur with the professional. So okay. Alex, eighteen million views on Pornhub, worldwide recognized major star in yeah. the world. All right. Um, she wanted to be adamant that she wanted to be with the girl that's never done it. And it'd be her first time mm-hmm. with a woman plus first time on camera. That was the storyline she wanted. Okay. Oh, wow. So, you know, me having absolutely zero experience said, yeah, sure, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, this, this, yeah. you don't want this to be and a missed I, opportunity. I, and I thought to myself, I go, you know what, at least I'll learn a new skill. Yeah. Whether it be how a camera works, how storyboarding works, whatever. So I downloaded Movie Storm. It's, jerk, uh, jerk off standing up. <laughs> yeah, that too. Multitasking with the, with the 4K camera. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I did my research, so I, so I downloaded Movie Storm. I said, I'm going to use that storyboard because I'm not an artist. I can't draw like yourself there, uh, Mr. Sabe. So mm-hmm. I thought I could just use Movie Storm because it does all the illustrations and camera angles for you. Because yep. it's only like, you know, it's easy to use. cost me a bit of money, but I thought I could use it for a later project that's non-XXX related that I'm thinking about in 2020. <laughs> you're, you're feature thinking. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's an investment. So I did that, and then Victoria reached out to me and says, well, do you know where you're going to find the other co-star? And I said, uh, no. She's like, do you know any idea how this works, how talent agencies work or whatever? Mm-hmm. I said, no, not at all. She's like, okay. So she sent me a link to a website where it's like a job board for wannabe adult actresses and actors. That's fascinating. So she's like, sign up for this, and... You know, you can just say you're in Victoria or Vancouver, and then people will contact you and you can interview them and pick your girl. Jeez. Sounds like a glorified oh. support group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. LinkedIn yeah. for, yeah, it's, for it's like, dick. For dick, yeah. Or yeah, the people who are just hooked on to sex. I, yeah. I, Called dicked I in. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Dicked in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's dicked in. Dicked in. Yeah, per, you know what? You pretty much got it bang on. <laughs> Pun intended. I this message board. Yeah. And, um, you know... <laughs> I foolishly put my normal Gmail on there, real name. Oh, which, buddy, rookie uh, mistake. Which is which is connected. Oh, to he's my a rookie. Phone. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think my Gmail had three unread messages when I went to bed. Mm-hmm. The following morning was 135. Oh wow! And wow. Okay. There's a lot of and horny like, motherfuckers out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people that want to be, uh, make I'm money, right? Make money. I might say 40 were dudes that wanted. That misinterpreted what my ad said. That yeah, yeah. I was man love. Oh. You know, so, 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 a lot of dick pics. I'd say I got a lot of dicks <laughs> that love some 
some look nice, some did not. I love, I love that it's not even a matter of a, a dick pic trying to hit on you. It's a, it's a dick pic auditioning. Yeah, it's like, a, it's a very, like, it's a professional picture. It's, it's like, a professional audition dick pic. Yeah. Oh, buddy, 4K shot, lit properly, <laughs> extended just right. Groomed properly. Like, yeah. I learned more about taking a dick pic in that morning over my coffee than I ever could. You know, I bet you anything those guys shot like 20 pics and they, they sent you the right one. You got the best yeah. of like, you know, multiple takes of dick pics. Yeah, they're like, can you imagine that one? Like, like out of the, the, let's say the, the ones that didn't work. They're like, ah, this one, this one makes me look sad. Professional lighting, yeah. no sad dicks. Yeah. All happy cock. Yeah. Yeah, just look at it. Right. 40 of them. This, this one makes me look like I have a headache. Like, I don't want this one. Yeah. yeah. No, it, bingo. And you know what? I looked through each one, but I realized, wait a second, I'm supposed to find a girl. I got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a weird rabbit hole, too, right? All of a sudden, you're getting professional dick pics just because these guys either want a job or they yeah. think there's something else involved, but they've yeah. taken the time. My my wife's comment, I'll, I'll just say, was she's like, something's wrong with you, and then she took off to work. Oh, my God. Um, but she but she knew what, what you were doing. Like, she knew this was a job. Um, Did she know I, about this? I'll, 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 I'll add that as a bookend to this. Okay, wait. All right. get through, get okay, yeah, you know, okay, we'll see that for the ending. That was an interesting conversation, to say the least. Um, but so yeah, so then I finally got to the woman and uh, sorted through a lot of pictures. So then, then the good part came. Then tits and ass and all this stuff popped up. And I'm like, now we're rocking, right? Wow. And and uh, you know, found a girl from here in Victoria. Uh, you know, beautiful young lady named Peyton Princess. Never done it before. Brand new. Happens to live ten minutes away. Bonus. And. So contacted her. She was super excited. I said, let's meet for a drink and talk. I'll let you know about my project. So I called Dickie. I said, I found a person. She's like, did you like the dick pics? Because she told me what to click. She did it on purpose, that bitch. Oh. You know, set me up. <laughs> That's like a, a little bit of hazing. I know, man. I hate it, it, when, I, it, it just, I hate it when you get set up for dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I met the bane of my lady. existence. I met this young lady, 21 years old. She's a former gymnast, and I met her for a drink. Uh, half my age, still perfect. I, I was a creepy porn producer in a matter of seconds. That's some, um, like, casting couch weird shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. So so the best part is she shows up with her boyfriend. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's it's a job, right? It's a job. Yeah. So so they, they sit down. I'm like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Met, met lovely, beautiful-looking man as well. Now I appreciate men, so I got to point it out, right? So she's like, okay. So she's like, I'm, I'm, you know, really excited. I'm, I'm excited about the money and all that. She's like, um, did you want to do a trial run with me first without the camera to see my skills? And I'm like, trial run? Jesus. And the boyfriend looks to me and goes, well, okay, you can fuck her. Just don't come in her. Holy like, mackerel. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is, I mean, what a bizarre introduction into the world of pornography. Like, this is the kind of stuff that you think happens, but you don't think happens. Oh, it happened. She came ready to sleep. Yeah. That's okay. she, she, she said, yeah, I'm not surprised by testing this. Done, uh, you don't have to use a condom. I'm like, uh, okay, time out. So I turned red, and you know how hard it is for someone of our skin complexion to turn red. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. not easy. Yeah, so I said, hey, guys, um, not that kind of scene, but I explained, you know, here's what I'm thinking. And she got really excited. She's like, I've never been with a girl. I'm like, well, you're what we're looking for. So he says, oh, okay, <laughs> dude. Um but if you still need to fuck her, you can. I won't get mad. I promise. Jeez, man. You just got uh, those two to fuck. Like, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh, he got a boyfriend back, right here. Yeah, your boyfriend's right there. Let's see, let's see what you let's and, see what you two got. And that back, and that backside tack, you know, the boyfriend showing up on a porn set is always a bad idea, right? Always a bad idea, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably not something you so, want to happen. 
Well, yeah, just uh, the, the previous story. Yeah, you don't want the boyfriend to show up. Yeah, that can be another podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Much longer. Well, let's, let's go with this one for now. Yeah. Yeah. So, introduced them both. Got everything set up. And now it is set to film uh, tomorrow. Oh, so this is happening like live. This is going on right now. Right. So, because Alex is coming in. She... So she's coming in for a, she's doing a magazine sheet for a marijuana magazine. She's a huge marijuana activist, wants to make it mm-hmm. federally legal in the U.S. because it's not. But then after that, it's uh, go time. So I've got my lights and my 4K camera set up and everything and uh, storyboard ready to go. So, yeah, as of tomorrow, I lose my innocence, I guess, all over again. Oh, wow. Man, that, that's got to be like a, like you said, that, that's going to be a weirdly exciting thing to be a part of, though. All of a sudden, you're in this... Uh... This is the first time you've been anywhere near this kind of a set. Second porn set, actually. That's Second. The previous story. Well, that, that was the other one. I've kind of got the gist of that story. We'll uh, we'll go on to that one next time. But like, this is it's yeah. still pretty cool though, because this is like um, the, the second one seemed to be more of a gong show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and this, this one more, seems to be this more. One, this is a controlled environment. This is a legit. Yeah, this is yeah. legit it's, business. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice condo overlooking the harbor and the uh, ocean view in the mountains. So that's good. And I've got the white sheets ready to go. I've got the set design set up. Uh, it's very contemporary. So we'll see. And uh, I will send you a signed copy, my friend, for you to display it in the podcast. <laughs> for right. sure. Yeah, Sounds yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, Mark, if I, if, I can get, if I can give you any advice on this, uh, if you're going to be behind the camera, if you need some inspiration, uh, I'm not, I don't mean the ending of it, but watch American Psycho when, uh, he's in, when, he, when Patrick Bateman is, is videotaping those two girls. Yeah. <laughs> Right before she kills, he kills both. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't don't play that on a screen yeah. in the room. Yeah, Lisa, get on your knees okay. so she can so she can look into your asshole. <laughs> be well, be be very matter of fact when you're on set. <laughs> I will say one of my one of my storyboards inspired from that scene directly, but not exactly. It's inspired by that scene. Yeah, I keep that in mind. Get him. You know, she do- me fifteen hundred US to do this. By the way, I turned down the money. That's not bad at all. That's pretty good, man. So, yeah, I'm like, no, I'll just do it. She said, okay, that's up to you. I'm like, oh, let's just, you know what? Let's just smoke a joint afterwards, and we'll call it even. She's like, yeah, no problem. So, whoa, 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 yeah. you're you're not taking the money? No. Oh, dude, nah. rookie mistake. Take the money. Nah, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I guess so, but I mean. It's yeah, it's a business, man. I, I I'm not saying that in a way of being like, uh, you know, oh yeah, you should definitely take the money. I'm saying like it's a business. Well, you are you are doing a job. Well, yeah, well, it's usually, yeah, that that is true. But it just do just do just do whatever's in your heart that you feel is right. Yeah, but no, actually, what I want to do is because um, I, like I said, I have a non triple X project coming up. Mm-hmm. That I think Alex was a very intelligent lady, by the way. Yeah. Despite the gangbang she's involved in, <laughs> um, I'm gonna try to see if in return she'll do me a favor and. And uh, play a little bit of a role in my non triple X project that I'm hoping to get started on in uh, March of 2020. That is very cool, and we should uh, definitely revisit that um, yep. once the ball starts rolling. And you know, you wanted the wife's reaction. Uh, oh yeah, no, I definitely want to hear about this. I want to hear about the fourth uh, time you met OJ. So I was uh, the conversation went like this. I go, hey, remember that podcast I did? She's like, which one? Roll drive. And I said, well, you see, um, I've got this opportunity to sort of do an artistic project that involves some nudity. Mm-hmm. So she looked at me and, you know, if, you know, uh, backside, you've met the wife, you know how she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, so like porn? <laughs> right away. 
So porn. Yeah, and, you know, and if you know what my wife does for a living, nothing shocks her. Uh, you know, she's, she's, uh, she, she works in a field that she's exposed to things that are 10 times more shocking. Not that she's a porn actress, sorry. She's in the medical field. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> she, she has definitely seen things that, you know, she, yeah. she's, got a, she's got a nice callus to shock. She's seen her fair share yeah. of weird shit. Yeah. She, she's seen a lot of dicks, mm-hmm. and she's probably held a lot of dicks. And I, I say that with pride. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. In fact, on Valentine's Day, she had another man's penis in her hand because she was working. So. Oh, that's uh. <laughs> that, that didn't come out. That didn't come out too well, did it? No, uh, well, no. She was that, working that, that in came, the medical field. Yeah, that came out exactly how it should come out. Yeah. yeah. That, uh... so, so she's like, okay. She's like, are you starring? And I said, no, directing. And she looked at me. She's like, okay. She's like, yeah. Uh, no problem. She's like, don't catch anything because there's only four STI doctors in Victoria, and I'll know. <laughs> oh my god, I I feel like we are we are at the the front door of watching you go down a rabbit hole. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the research for this was great. Yeah, this is this is <laughs> phenomenal. This is a very fun stuff. I'm I'm gonna enjoy seeing how this goes. I'll send you guys a copy. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, not just the the porn aspect of it, but it's a it's a very. I mean, it's a it's the kind of business the world is full of. We don't know anybody who's doing it. Um, we've all done shady shit. I mean, we've all been involved in certain things, but this is like a, a very business-minded way. And I mean, I, way to get into this anyway. And I'm just really interested to see how that's going to go for you. Yeah, and, and I'm just doing to learn a new skill. I want to know how to edit video. I want to know how camera angles work. And I kind of learned this. Actually, the software teaches you sort of yeah, cause like, how like, to capture cause like, yeah, footage. Yep. Yeah, because the content is negligible. It's all about like, you know, you want to make sure that you get the yep. your... You're doing this for yourself, for your own like. Yeah, you are. You are yeah. growing as an artist, mm-hmm. no matter what. I mean, wow. it, that might sound jokey, but no, it's the truth. You are growing as an artist. It's just this is like a. It's part of your education phase. Yeah, like I know how to light a scene. Yeah. Where to place lights, like those things are all important. In the- light your subject first. Yeah. Put a yeah. flashlight in your ass. It doesn't matter. Do whatever you. No, can. no, I'm I'm serious. Yeah. Light your subject first, then worry about the rest. Yep. No, that that <laughs> you know what's funny? The software says exactly that. <laughs> I've been doing this a long time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's that's sort of a nutshell how, you know, me almost getting mugged for $10,000 and drugged led to this. <laughs> that is that is definitely the next thing we're going to talk about. Next time. Yeah, well, we'll, uh, we'll up, let... to, up to you. I'm here as a story and you can decide. No, man, it's it's uh, it's totally fine. I'm I'm really uh, glad that you called in and we should do a lot more of this kind of stuff. Uh, I'm available anytime, boys. I have right nothing on. to do other than shoot smut. AG2, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, thank you. Cool, man. And uh, that is, I think that is actually the music now. All right, HD, miss you, buddy. All right, take care, bud. Bye. Take care, bro. Peace out.